What's up? It's Monday morning. Excited to start the week with you. Start the day with you. I, you know, so spring break is over. Spring break is over. My son went back to school this morning. Right. I don't know if you have kids. You don't have kids, so it doesn't really matter to you because yesterday was normal. Yesterday was normal. Today was normal. But uh, were you sad to see the kid go back to school? You know, he was. He was sad to go back to school. <laughs> he didn't want to go. I, I was kind of like easing him into it, talking, you know, talking it up, being like, man, it's going to be exciting to see your friends, see your teacher. And he's just like, I don't want to go. I'm like, why not? You have fun. He was like, I don't want to go. But anyways, he's there. He's fine. And I'm excited that he's going to be able to learn again and get through the, the school year because like spring break is almost like the beginning of the end of the school year. You're, you're in crunch time and, you know, finish out strong. Yeah. That's my message to him. Hopefully he listens to that. <laughs> that was one of the things as a, as a kid you always hated for break to get over, whether that was the first day of school or, um, you know, the, a break. You're like, oh, I don't want to go back. Yeah. Were you one of the kids that was like day one, like, started school? Yeah, I was go. ready. On day one, started school. Like, I'm starting August, though. Like, August, I'm like, oh, I'm excited. You know, new grade. I'm moving up in the world, and I'm excited for sports to start again. I always played football, so that was that was fun. And hanging out with your friends, right? But this is different because this is, like, the last stretch. Like, they don't have... I think maybe Easter is the last time that they're going to get off. Like, do, do you guys do that where it's like Thursday, Friday before Easter, they're also off? Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, even whenever I was a was a kid. Hey, what's up, Grace? What's up, Robin? Good morning, guys. Natasha. Hopefully, you guys are doing good. Robin, how did it go opening weekend? We uh, we need to get out there ASAP. Axe Masters. Go axe throw some masters. axes. I am excited. Good morning, you're listening to KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart, it's 841. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And it's a beautiful Monday morning. Spring break is over. Everybody's sending their kids off to school again today. And um, are you happy about that? I don't know. I feel like our numbers are going to be skyrocketing because the kids today aren't watching. Like, they don't have to pay attention to the kids. They can pay attention to us That's a po- today, That is right? an option. That TGIM. is an option. Yeah, or our numbers are going to go down because it was all the kids that were watching and, and listening. You think, <laughs> you think that happens? No. No. I don't know. Our numbers show that it's moms between the ages of 25 and 44. I Well, Ethan watches. Ethan's not a mom. Ethan, does your mom watch? <laughs> she does occasionally. Now, whether or not I watch is a different story. Ethan, you know, we need you to watch all the time, and you don't, so... Well, spring break is over. You weren't even on spring break, but we need you to step the game up. You know, intern life is, is uh, it's a lot of fun, but intern life apparently has to be everyday life now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's correct. Hey, so let us know what you guys got going on today. I see Grace said I picked up breakfast tacos from the from Deer Donut, man. I was going to drop them <laughs> off there. But come on. Dead but donut, no one man. was there. You're around there at 745 and said my classmates aren't enjoying them. Oh, that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. I actually went to Dear Donut Man. Well, I went to the gas station right next to it. That's where I got my drink. Shout out to Escape Kima for keeping my drink cold today. And shout out to Bang as it is energizing me this morning. I'm rocking the Escape Kima koozie as well. Yeah. Hey, we've dropped a a post on Saturday. Speaking of Dear Donut Man, uh, about the Shipley's Donuts and uh, Bonnie's Donuts and Krispy Kreme Donuts and which 
which people would prefer. I thought that was an interesting to look back and kind of see which people preferred which donut shops. Yeah, I'm a little bit, I'd rather have Bonnie's. I'd rather have Bonnie's, but okay, Ashlyn said, good morning from Bretham, first day back to college after spring break. So here we go. There are some students that were, that were watching and now they're going back to school. So hopefully you're still able to tune in and hang out with us. Um, we're talking a little bit about donuts right now. We had a Dear Donut Man drop and Kurt had posted an article about donuts. Yeah, the, the uh, Krispy Kreme donuts are interesting because they were putting Nutella inside of the Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm -hmm. Are you a Nutella fan? Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'm not like crazy about it, but I've had it before and it's good. I'm not really that, I will eat dessert. I'm not a huge like, oh my gosh, dessert fan. I have to have dessert. I have to have Nutella. You know, that's not me. Donuts are good, but you know, I'm not like gonna go to, what, who is, who put the Nutella in it? Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, okay. Right? Yeah. I'm I get confused between Krispy Kreme and Shipley's donuts. Like the national chains all yeah. start to blend together at some point. Yeah, I know not, they're different. I'm but. not driving to a Krispy Kreme's to go get Nutella. I'd rather just go to Bonnie's Donuts or go to a local shop. I know you hate when I talk about Nebraska, but for me, when I was in Nebraska, it was easy to get Krispy Kreme. We don't have Shipley's Donuts in Nebraska. That was one of the first things that I did when I got to Texas was had Shipley's Donuts. I like Shipley's Donuts, but I don't think that there's anything better than having a fresh, hot Krispy Kreme donut right off of the, the, the whatever they call it, the yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. Right out of the line. I don't know, whatever. It's like a machine that makes it and you just watch it. <laughs> hey, Ethan, can you do me a huge favor? Can you pull up the stream on your phone and go out there and check our audio? Shout out to Josh Varner. He said, hey, the sound sounds, you know, a little bit off. So we'll see what's going on with that. Is it actually all of the audio is on from all the cameras? Yep. I think we got it fixed now. Thank you, Josh. You're awesome. Uh, it's 8.45 a.m. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5. Ooh, Giorgio, the owner of Sloppy Nicks, the GM of Pomodoro's. Good morning, sir. He said, I grew up with Nutella in Italy. How would you have it? Would you just have it like on a piece of toast or a bagel? How did that go? I don't know. Piece of toast or bagel? I've never had Nutella on a piece of toast or bagel before. What did you put it on? I don't think I've ever bought Nutella before. So you never had it? I've had Nutella, but I've never bought it from the store. So where have you had it? I'm not sure. Like, what have you had it on? I don't remember. Like, on, like, <laughs> pancakes not. and waffles and stuff like that at, like, different oh. restaurants. But I'm not, I don't know, like, which specific place for sure. Does that make sense? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. But uh, right now, for some reason, talk about desserts. Michelle said cupcake cachet because they have gluten-free cupcakes. Nobody seems to have gluten-free donuts. Ooh, can you make a gluten-free donut? Probably. What would you make that out of? That that's intriguing. That's the same a good. The same stuff you make the donuts out of. You know the, what they do is they use like different like almond almond uh, flour and or like coconut. Flour. I don't know. They just cell phone flour. They just like find something. They're like, we can make flour out of this, and then you eat it, and it's like gluten-free. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I think that's how it works. Giorgio did say he said yes, toast and bread. He'd put Nutella on it. That's awesome. Hey, coming up on today's show, we have a busy show today. We're, we're actually having three different guests in studio. First of all, we're going to have um, El Sombrero, which is located in Hitchcock, is going to be coming in. We also have PMP Productions, and then also Peak Performance Warehouse is going to be in at 1030. Three guests today on today's show, so it's going to be a packed show for us, all starting at 930, 10 o'clock, and 1030, so about 30-minute segments so make sure that you stay tuned for that. We're also giving away um, the three sets of Petrified Eyes Lash Studios 
today for that video. If you haven't done so, go and check out our featured video on our Facebook page. It's a like, share, comment video, and you have a chance to win some eyelashes from Petrified Eyelash Studios located in Kima, Texas. Yep, you have a chance to win, so make sure you go check that video out if you haven't seen it yet because you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. If you have no idea what eyelash extensions are, it's actually really, really neat, and they, they kind of take what you have, and they just, uh, I'm trying to think, they enhance it so that way you have to do less work in the morning. So we also found out that sometimes guys get that as well, which is something something new that I never thought of before. <laughs> but, you know, Petra's like, yeah, I have dudes that are clients. So it's not just for girls. You know, if that's something you want to do, check it out. Yeah, we've been talking about Posh um, was uh, an option for us. I know it's a little different than eyelashes, but it's um, eyebrows. Kurt's, doing some microblading. Yeah, Kurt's actually getting microbladed, and I think we need to confirm that, but it's supposed to be this week, so he's going to get those those eyebrows filled in. They are going to be top-notch, and they will be, I think the appropriate term is on fleek. You know, brows on fleek, <laughs> Kurt Casper will be ready to go. I feel like, though, we need to, I don't feel like it should just be as easy as saying, like, oh, I'm going to get microblading done. Like, there should be a challenge for our listeners to have to be able to sit there and watch me get microblading done. Like, what kind of challenge? I'm, like, thinking, like, getting to, like, a certain number of likes on our page or, you know, donations. I don't know. Because it's just yeah. going to be, like, that's going to hurt. Like, microblading so. is painful. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, it if it's done appropriately, done correctly by somebody who knows what they're doing, they're going to be gentle. You won't have any, any pain. You'll be good to go. But, again, I don't know. And here's the thing. You say that challenge, but, like, the challenge should be you trying to reach it because now you're going to look even better. You're going to be enhanced. You'll have your eyebrows filled in, and, and there will be, like, I don't know. You'll just be perfect. Yeah, perfect. Good to go. And then here's what happens. Next time you do do a challenge and you shave your eyebrows, you're going to be like, ha, fooled you guys because I have eyebrows under my eyebrows. True. Yeah, so you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for that. Okay, so I have to ask because I know people can see this and maybe they can chime in on our Facebook live stream. If you're watching on KHEA Radio's Facebook page or if you're listening at 99.5 FM, maybe you can give us a call at 346-704-1806. Are the eyebrows okay? Mm-hmm. Are my eyebrows, do they need microblading? Like, is this something that I think that I need, need? No, well, nobody absolutely needs anything. I don't think you even need eyebrows. Like, what purpose does it serve other than just, like, hanging out on top of your eye? You don't need them. But do you, could you benefit from them? Sure. Would you look better? Sure. Oh, 100%, you know? There's still some spots that are struggling to grow in, but for the most part, they're, they're nicer than whenever you shave them off. Oh, man. Can you? Yeah. Just think back. We should we should have reached out to Posh back when we shaved these Check off. Check it out. Yeah. Natasha said, my mom, 78 years young, just got it done last week. If mama can do it, you can too, Kurt. So there you go. All right. So it doesn't hurt. I don't know that for sure because I haven't had it done. But from what I've heard is that if it's done by someone who is skilled and, you know, is gentle, then it's not going to hurt. I mean, you can make anything hurt. I'm sure if I, I, I could do your eyebrows and make it hurt. So when I did the Botox through uh, Brazil and Drops and, and Desiree, mm -hmm. uh, I think leading up to it, I was a little nervous because all I've thought about is, like, Botox hurts, Botox is needles. Yeah. I was freaking myself out, right? Right, yeah, for sure. And then it was done, and I was like, that's it? Yeah, but you were crying during the process you were, yeah, you were struggling. You are like, oh, man, needles. I don't like shots. I don't like needles. But was it painful? No. At the end of the yeah. day, it wasn't that bad. Yep. Ashley said, or you can get an eyebrow tattoo, which may be different. 
Which you have a tattoo. I do. I do have a tattoo. I can't, you know, so I've seen you get a shot, and you were pretty hesitant, scared, a little bit whiny. I can't even imagine you being sit down, and being like, "Hey, this is a tattoo." You're just probably around the same. Were you talking about like I was thinking like at the doctor's office? You went and, but it was the shot for the Botox. Yeah, right? you had Botox okay. in your forehead, and you were just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous." You're like sweating, like, "Oh, is this gonna?" I get nervous. I get nervous even like when they when I'm at the doctor's office and they have to draw blood. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like freaking out <laughs> like i'm like right? screaming at the top of my lungs like no no i know yeah i know that's how you were at desiree's and so that's what i'm saying i can't imagine sitting down in the same room with you at a tattoo parlor tattoo shop and you're just like okay stop and so, the tattoo artist would be like stay still let me finish this thing exactly what happened exactly what happened when i went and got my tattoo i have i have these like three different mountains. is that lines. why they look like that because yes. you were like moving all over the place. The first one, he did the 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 um the red one first, like the red mountain first, right? Yeah. And uh I was freaking out. <laughs> a little bit, huh? I I uh I was like, "Okay, we got to stop." Like I said, this this is You need a break. Is, I need a break. How long did that tattoo last? It was probably like 30 minutes total to do the entire thing. You're just like, oh, 5 minutes in. I need a break. I needed a I break. Need a break. <laughs> I was like, I need a break. And I you know, I was sweating. Like, I was literally, like, sweating. I was nervous. I don't know why. So I stepped down, took a little bit of break, and then came back and finished it all. So how, how long before you needed a break? It was probably, like, five minutes. I was like, <laughs> I need a break. I need to get out of here. You know, did you instantly regret your decision? You're like, why did I decide to get a tattoo? As soon as the needle hits you, and then you're just like, well, I have to finish now. Like, what else is it going to be? Like, a little red blob at the top of my arm? And now you have three blobs at the top of your arm. <laughs> I don't remember what my arm looked like before the tattoo. I just, you know, I just thought it's that that's what one. I, It's become me. Yeah, it's that's just who I am, Mom. So It's not a phase. We should also make a clarification point here on this tattoo. Like, I, I realize that some of our listening audience is like, hey, like, tattoos, good, Tats. bad, you know. We've gotten permission from Pastor Helm as long as it's a good tattoo. You can have it. Hey, you're not putting words. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily put words <laughs> in his mouth. I would not necessarily put words in his mouth like that. But he did talk about that. And it was interesting. So sometimes there's question and answer, answer like sessions at church that we do. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked, hey, are tattoos wrong? You know, pretty much. Are you in the wrong if you have a tattoo? And he was like, oh, that's an interesting question. And. He said, me personally, I don't have any tattoos. I have no desire to get tattoos. But if you have a tattoo, there's nothing wrong with it. As long as you don't get something that's, like, defiling and, like, just, like, hateful. Right. Then why would you want to get, some like, a message like that on your body? I feel like my tattoo being mountains doesn't really, like. It's it, not hateful. It, it's not hateful. Unless you really hate mountains. <laughs> Unless you're flat land. Like, why did you get flat land on your arm? Maybe you should get that on the other side, just like a straight line, and be like, it's for the mountains and the and flat, flat line. line. And then you need to get water for, Man, like, the I ocean. I was so offended when I was in Vermont, when I lived in Vermont. One of their, like, terms for, like, people in the Midwest, so, like, people in Texas. Flatlanders. They're called flatlanders. Yeah. Like, if you are not, if you grew up in a place where there's no mountains. chuckle? He did. He, he, he was, was like, like <laughs> flatlanders. Flatlanders. Ethan's from Kentucky. Ethan, is it flat over there? Are there mountains? Uh, yeah. They're hills. More towards, like, Illinois and whatnot, but there are a few. Yeah, I, I used to live in Nashville, and there were stinking hills everywhere. It's like, just that's what it was. You know, you just go over the street, and you can't see where the traffic's coming, which always concerned me because you have to really trust the people that you're on the road with because if somebody's not paying attention, they're, like, texting, you get a head-on collision. What in the world? That's why I like living here. 
I like living here because I can see from here all the way to Houston, and I'm good to go. You know, though, Nebraska isn't straight flat. Like, when, when you think about Nebraska, there's, like, chimney rock. There's jailhouse rock. There's courthouse rock. There's rocks in Nebraska. It's not all flat. It's just rock. Okay. But did you hear, by the way, about the, the massive flooding in, in Nebraska? So I just wanted to say, like, if, if you guys are watching right now, think about my, my friends and my family who are living right now in Nebraska. There's 53 of the 93 counties um, in the state of Nebraska have declared national emergencies due to flooding. Just a lot of rain or what? No, there was a dam that broke, oh, like okay. a man-made dam that exploded and it flooded um, basically half the state, which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to bring up too, I, I, have you been paying attention to the, the Deer Park stuff? Yes. Well, I, I just wanted to say like we're, we here at KGA Radio are praying for the people at Deer Park. We're pl- praying for those firefighters who have been battling the flames it's still on fire today yeah yeah it is you know and i think what we can do is just pray for people to have wisdom and to know how to handle that situation right you know and i assume you prepare for these situations there's safety things that are put in place like this is what happens but you never know how it's going to go until it's showtime and that's what it is right now so these emergency precautions are, are being acted on you know so just pray that everything works out the best way and there's really nothing we can do as individuals other than support support them and that's that's it you know just just kind of wait because it's just like things have to burn out it's crazy what happened because i sent it to you yesterday at like what 11 o'clock we were sitting in am service yeah it's been going and uh it's been going it started as one and i think now there's four or five I saw a thing last night in Talk of Deer Park that said there was 12. And so that's another thing. There's, there's, We don't know all the facts. And so we don't want to necessarily talk about it too much to spread like false information. Yeah, right. because we don't know what the information is other than we know that it's still up and going. It's it's on fire, you know, and it's burning. And yeah, I don't want to talk about numbers and all that stuff because we don't, we don't we, know. We don't know. Yeah. And there's even been official reports that are all conflicting. So I don't even know if they know. Honestly, which is kind of weird to think about, but who knows what's going on? Nobody well, does. You know, and and it's they're not I think I saw something like there were like 23 different like fire units like that are helping to fight this. And yeah. they're they're concerned about like think about a firefighter like having to go into a situation like this that it's that they've been fighting this flame. I mean, you think about exhaustion, you think about dehydration yeah. for these firefighters. So keep praying for their health. Keep praying that you know that they that they're able to find a solution for this. Because yeah, it is just a building on fire, but it's still a well, it's building. a tank. It's yeah, tank it's a of tank. like of of uh, you know some chemicals and some other stuff that it's not it's not good. It's no good. But you know, over the weekend. There was a couple of fires that took place in, you know, refineries and plants and, you know, in our area, Texas City up to Deer Park, Pasadena, up and down 146. There's a ton of refineries, and that is a a great option for people to go and make money. You know, that's kind of who we are down here. You know, Texas City, there's a bunch of plants and refineries, so like operators and just like, I mean, there's a bunch of work to be done. But there was multiple fires this weekend. Then there was even a fire on top of the Shell station in Lamar. Yeah, that's my parents' exit. You know, there's the Texas Pit Stop. One of our partners here at KHEA Radio is exactly on the other side of I-45. 
How did that even happen? Did you see that? Yeah, it I was did. the top of the building. Like, and it's not. There's nothing even there other than like metal. There's like the red, the red frame. I don't even know the the name of it, but it's like a frame building. The red iron, and it was on fire. I saw that from our content partner, I45 Now. They actually went live. They were driving down the road and saw this fire, and he's like, hey, pull over, <laughs> and he started filming, and he's like, the funny part about that I45, I45 Now video was he started filming, and he's like, there's a fire on this rooftop, and nobody's really, like... <laughs> He said the workers the workers don't seem too concerned right now. It's like, you know, this happens all the time. You know what? And it may happen all the time, but we not right next to I-45, you know, and, and right that's what happened. So it was really weird to see. There was just construction on fire. And I was talking to somebody yesterday. I play on the music team, you know, in the band at church, and Kevin Cowart, he used to work in refineries, he used to manage a refiner, and he was talking about that. It's one in Pasadena. And I asked him, I said, dude, are there fires that happen all the time? They just don't get picked up on national news. He was like, well, no, not like this, not like this. But then another gentleman who works in the in the refineries as well, he said, yeah, well, we had like so many fires last week. But I don't I don't know. I really don't know <laughs> the rules. But do you wonder if it's just the news picking it up now? And this is something that happens all the time, because over the weekend, there's been like three or four major fires that for whatever reason got picked up in the news. Is, Does this happen all the time? Is and this the news just because just we're we're now paying attention to it more? I like don't know. you and I, or I don't know. It's crazy. That's what I don't understand. It's nine o'clock, Monday morning. This is KHEA Radio dot com ninety nine point five FM. It's Kickstart. We're excited. It's Monday morning. Spring break is over. You sent the kids to school. Were you happy about it? Mine. My son was kind of like bummed out to have to go back, but it's good for him. <laughs> Hey, I did my time. You have to do yours, right? That's the way I look at it. <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, for these kids today, when I was a teacher, I was like, you kids have it so easy today. Yeah. Like, they're like, we have to write a half a page paper. And I'm like, you know, when I was a freshman in high school, I was writing five page papers. I wasn't. I was. And it doesn't show. Man, wow. <laughs> I didn't have to write like large papers like that until I got into college. And then I was like, what is this? Y'all want me to write a 10-page paper? And then like as college got further along, I was like, I have to write a 30-page paper? What am I? Can I put pictures in there? Like what's going on? The worst was my, my senior thesis for communication, 25 pages. But we, we got the whole semester to work on it, right? For, co for college or high school? For college. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, oh my goodness, for a senior in high school? That's insane. No, but for college, yeah, that's real. So I took all honors classes. Of course. In high school, right? Like, Because you, you, that's how you increase your GPA above 4.0 is you take honors classes, right? Sure. And so like there was like, oh, you have to write a five-page paper for every honors class that you take. There was a 20-minute presentation. It was nuts. The amount of work that we had to do as <laughs> honor kids in high school was crazy. Like, I don't even remember in college working that hard, except for that 25-page paper. Man. So yeah. for me, go ahead, Ethan, what you got? You know, if a picture's worth a thousand words... <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Ethan. Can that count? Like, Did so you know they, don't, they stopped doing, like, hey, you have to write this many words? You know, the hardest paper that I had to write in college was a one-page paper. It was a like major like thesis statement that like it was for a com law class. Like you had to talk about this com law thing, but it had to be one page. 
So you had to take all of this information and, and condense, condense it down. into one page. It was the worst yeah. experience of my life. Well, okay. So for so some of the stuff I went to school with, it's not good to try and stretch information out. You want to be as as precise as possible. So if you can get your point across in the smallest amount of words possible, that's the point. With social media, with the news, you have a couple seconds to catch somebody's attention to tell them the idea without stretching it out. So maybe college should be saying, like, instead of like these 25, 30 page papers, hey, I want you to prove your point in one page. And you better have me convinced. You know, that is a challenge. The six It's like the six-second video challenge of Vine, right? Sure, like, yeah. How hard is that? You know, for me, that class was important because newspaper, because we had to write some stuff for the newspaper in that class, um, they have word limits because there's only a certain amount of space yeah. in a newspaper that you have to fill. And so you're only allowed... A certain amount of information to go in a news article, and so you have to condense it. <laughs> Michelle said, I see your senior thesis and raise you a master's thesis in cancer genetics. Whoa. That's, you know, my ex, My ex-wife actually in her master's had to do like a 65-page paper for her master's, and I was like, that's nuts. That's what my wife did too, but like on, on uh, art history. That's what she did it on, and I remember going through it. She's like, well, can you like proof it? And I'm like, I don't know any of this stuff, but I'm just like reading through the stuff and but she actually did get to do uh, pictures in hers, but it doesn't count towards your your 65 pages. You see what I'm saying? So I remember maybe like I, 80 or 90 pages because some of them are pictures. I think I was a teacher that year that she was working on that because I had to help her like with formatting of her like title pages so, and stuff. I yeah, think. there was issues she had with Word, which shout out to Microsoft Word. You know, it's weird when you use it on a Mac sometimes. Right now it's 904. This is K-H-E-A radio.com. 99.5 FM. I see Kelly. She said, pick me. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Kelly. And you know what? We may pick you. We're giving away three sets of lashes. You can get your eyes and your lashes petrified. Right from Petra over at her lash studio in Kima, Texas in Toucan Alley. And that's a great, it's a great uh, opportunity if you want to enhance what you have. We've been talking about getting Kurt's eyes petrified. We're also getting him microbladed this week, so you need to stay tuned for that. That's what I'm excited about. You should have write a, wrote a commercial for petrified eyes because that would have been hilarious. Like the way that you said petrified, get your eyes petrified. petrified. Hey, me and Ethan were working on some copy for some of our partners, right? Right. We're trying to script out, and we came up with a jingle. Do you remember what it was? It kind of rhymed. It was for cruise planners. It was like, oh, man, I can't remember it. But, oh, you know what? I did run into uh, uh, Karen. I ran into Karen this weekend at jump at uh, tra- Altitude Trampoline Park. Yes. She was there with her kids. She had some friends in from out of town, and I was talking to her about filming on Friday. We haven't necessarily got into exactly what's going on, but we're going to be on a cruise ship. It's this, this weekend, right? This weekend. Friday. This Friday. Friday's show. Ethan, are you coming with us? Are you allowed to? Oh, no. Ethan's not allowed to come on the boat with us. Because he's not old enough. He's uh. not old enough, and he we didn't get his information in. But he's going to come Wait with up. us to help us, but he just can't come on the boat. He's just going to be on the outside. Yeah. Are you going to be okay, what if Ethan? I get kidnapped? That's true. Ethan, <laughs> you're 17 years old, and nobody <laughs> wants you. I don't know Ethan. if you get kidnapped. That's not nice. Ethan. <laughs> that you makes can... me not want to go even more. <laughs> Hey, we're, so we're giving away a cruise. That, that's mm-hmm. what we're excited about. We're giving away a cruise here at KHEA Radio. We're going to film for it on Friday in Galveston. We're going to be on the boat. You have an opportunity to come on the boat with us 
through social media and through video, but we're excited. So you need to stay tuned. If you're not liking KHEA Radio yet, you need to like it because you're going to have the opportunity to win a cruise, a cruise vacation. Absolutely for free. Yeah, we're probably dropping that video like April 2nd. I thought about dropping it April 1st. (laughs) But I figured, like, everyone would assume that it was a joke. Yeah. Michelle, a cruise. That's correct. We're giving away a cruise. I believe it's it's uh, with Carnival Cruise and Cruise Planners. Yeah. Carnival Cruise is giving us an opportunity. It would be for a cruise in September. There's specific dates, so you don't get to pick the dates. But it's completely free. We're we're reaching out still to find transportation um, so that way you don't even have to transport yourself to the cruise. Um, You just have to show up, partake. And it's a four-day cruise, I believe. Wow. I've never been on a cruise. Have you? I've never been on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise boat. Like, I've never been on the boat boat, you know, just to walk yeah. around. That'll be good enough for me. Just to get on the boat, maybe take some uh, take some photos. We're going to get some videos. Some, some ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> some ibuprofen, some Dramamine. I don't know. <laughs> Ethan, have you ever been on a cruise? I have not. Would you like to go on one? I don't know. I've been on a fishing boat before, and that was kind of nice, but... I don't know, like like a, a whole week on a boat. I feel like I but you go to sick. you go to to different places. So like once you go, it's like oh we're cruising all the way to the Bahamas, and then once you get there, you're like we're at the Bahamas, and you get to go out and do stuff, go eat, go fish, snorkel, get back on the boat, and it's like buffet styley, right? So you just eat as much as you want. It's pretty much included in the in the trip. You had me at buffet, buffet styley. Can't, you got to say styly. I can oh styly. Okay. Yes, you had me at buffet styly. Is there any <laughs> way that I can win instead of anybody else? Ethan, I'm afraid that your your relationship with us makes you you can't you can't it disqualifies you, which isn't really fair, is it? Like you're like I work, I put in all this work, and I, I feel like you should win. I quit. I'm gonna <laughs> try and get into this giveaway, and if I lose, I'll come back to you guys. Okay, that's fair. Hey, good morning, Leanne. Are you looking to go on a cruise? We're giving away one. We're filming for it. Filming for it on Friday. Yeah, Friday's show is going to be interesting. Just to give everyone a heads up, if you're one of our listeners that listen in on 99.5 FM or on our Facebook Live or at khgaradio.com, we're doing a short show that day. So we're we're going to be going from about 8.30 to 9.30. It's only going to be an hour. We might be doing it from Maceo Spice Company. We need to confirm that. You know what we should do? Yes. And I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but the people should know. We should go pre-film a two and a half hour show somewhere, and then just drop it as a premiere on fa- on uh, on Facebook, and nobody knows. And then we put it from the Facebook, and we have somebody else in here do the whole thing. Nobody would know, except Ooh. for the people watching and listening right now, or the people who are like, it's debuting a premiere. You know, oh, most we people could don't pipe- look at that. We could pipe a video. Here for two and a half hours, yes. and someone's just here, not premiering it, but going live, and sure. we just play the video for two and a half hours. Boom, done. There you go, Roger. <laughs> Roger Maria. Maria actually said, "I've been on a Carnival cruise, but it's been like eighteen years ago, and it was a lot of fun." I met I met her this weekend. Yeah, at, at Coco Crepes. We had a busy weekend. Yeah, yesterday was awesome, Coco Crepes, huh? And then the day before that, it was at Bayshore Grill. For the Bay Area Houston Food Lovers Karaoke Night, which you sang, I got video of it, and you did a good job. Oh, that! I hope that video never gets out. Well, I have it filmed in 4K on my phone. That was the first 4K video that I shot. I <laughs> sent it to you. Did you watch it? Yes. It looks good. I said, one, two, three. <laughs> and I really <laughs> want to make it mine. I really want to yeah. make it mine. So Kurt was singing his karaoke at uh, Bayshore Grill. Oh, man. Is that something people like? I've never 
I don't think I've ever done that before in my life, acted that way. You act like that all the time. <laughs> you, that's just what you look like. You've just never seen it before because nobody's filmed it. So he's dancing around doing his little thing like this. Like, oh, that's what you look like in the sound booth during church. That's what you look like. He does that dance. So, Ethan, imagine him dancing, but he was singing karaoke. And uh, it was it was quite the spectacle. One, two, three, man, I feel like yeah. I've never heard him, like, try to sing. I feel like he's he just goofs off Do you know that time. song that he, were, that he no. was just singing right now? So that was a perfect song for him because... There's certain songs where you don't have to necessarily be like an excellent singer, and it's kind of he killed it. He actually did a really good job. I was I was impressed. Russ wants me to share it. Should we share the video? Yes. I, t- I told you I said <laughs> is this so I can see it. The wor- here's the best part. I have a girlfriend. Uh, she's she's fantastic. What? She's lovely, um, and uh, she's listening. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, anyways, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the song, like, we can't post that on KGA because, like, there's, like, moments when I'm pointing at her and being like, and I really, really want to make you mine. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't feel comfortable putting that well, Just up. put it on your personal one. There we go. We're I'll from Kickstar and Guardian Kurt. We have another Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> that one's... Maybe okay from there, but uh, so fine, I really want to yeah. And I was I was being peer pressured to sing. I did not sing, and I am okay admitting this. I said, you know what? Whenever it comes to singing, I'm kind of a diva, and here's why: I don't sing that good. <laughs> Even this is like a diva. Yeah, I'm kind of a diva. I sing, and I've sang my whole life. I've done music, but I'm not like a natural singer. You know, some people are just open their mouths and little kids. I've had to work real hard to have a pretty mediocre voice. I've had to work really hard, and I have to be able to hear myself. I have to be. There's a whole bunch of factors that go into it, and I was like, I can't. I, I can't. Like, turn down the lights. Turn on the spotlight. Guardy's like, let me get my earpiece. I would in. need like in ears, and like, what if it feeds back? And I have to test the key. Like anytime we do a new song at church, I, I work hard on it. I got to find the key. I got to change the key. Find my key, and then I, I practice. I got to play it, sing, and I have to be able to hear myself. And I record myself singing it, and then it's like, okay. I'm ready to, to try it at church. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it flops. I'm like, I'm never doing that song again. So this is one of the things that we talked about. I'm glad we're on this subject because we this is a great subject, by the way, talking about karaoke. I've wanted us to do like a karaoke version for our listeners where yeah. they have to call in, we play a song, and they have to sing along. And if they do it right, then they get, they a, get a prize. You know, they get a cruise yeah. or they get a T-shirt or something. Like that would be a cool, cool segment to have on our show. But I was thinking like, have uh they don't do like christian karaoke we could do christian karaoke i know but have you ever heard it like i've never seen a church do that no i have or we, a radio started a radio station do it you know like that's interesting what song are you picking majesty reigns don't start singing it jennifer asked me that my wife because she wasn't able to make it to karaoke <laughs> she's like did he request that song that he always tries to sing oh, on the radio majesty <laughs> i said no he should have because that would have been hilarious song in forever you know kurt you did you did um mention some some stuff about uh what did you say oh man i'm talking about singing. oh you wanted to sing justin gambino Yes. <laughs> You're like, can I you see think Justin, they have Gambino? Justin Gambino karaoke? They may. Justin Gambino is going to be our guest on April 2nd. He's going on tour April 3rd around the world. And so we just said, I said, Justin, you know, before you go worldwide, you got to come back to your little small town KHEA radio, Christian radio station. Hang out with the boys. Hang yeah. out with the boys before you go. So he's going to be back April 2nd. I think he's going to be performing. Uh, one of his songs in studio with his guitar, and if you haven't heard of Justin Gambino, 
Make sure you do. Yeah, go listen to KHEA Radio because we play Justin Gambino's new single. We play a lot of his tracks. He's a local guy from Angleton, Texas, doing some really big things, literally touring around the world, making it uh, making it happen, which is not easy to do as an independent artist, a solo musician. Dude is talented, yeah. and he's going places. We're excited to support him. We're excited to play his music. And um, I see Michelle. She gave a suggestion whenever it came to Christian karaoke because you were like, Justin Gambino, and then he didn't ask. So you went with that one, two, three, I don't know song, right? <laughs> Michelle said, how about Amazing Grace? Ooh. Th- that would be a good one for karaoke. Yeah. Amazing As sang by Elvis. Grace. Like, I need to sing the, the Elvis version of Amazing Ooh. Grace. How sweet. Yeah. Oh, I got to do the low, like, bass, like, as low as you can go. Inquire, were you a bass? I was, I was bass, bass. Yeah. Like, I was, I was singing the low parts. Yeah. I actually sing in the church choir when I was in high school. That's cool. I, they won't let me have a microphone here, but I sang in the church choir. I sang in the church choir, too, and I sang in choir at school, but they had me as a bass, but I'm not, like, a true bass. It's just we were a small choir. <laughs> so, like, somebody had to try and sing the bass, so that's what happened. Donna just asked, what time are you going to Hitchcock to check out the Mexican food? Burgers are delicious. We actually went into El Sombrero Cafe, uh, what, two weeks ago? The hat. We shot a video. We did, yeah. Well, uh, that's part of our Taco Taco group. If you haven't gone and checked out our Taco Taco group, you have been living under a rock because it's the best way to find the best tacos. I just saw Derek Jasso, I think that's how you say his last name, posted in the Taco Taco group, and then he had a picture of the outside of a building, and he said, best tacos in, in Houston. Houston. And I said, bet. Bet. <laughs> that's, my, that's my good friend, Derek Hasso. Hasso, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, he's, that that's my buddy. so much better than the way I said it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm sure it's fine. You He's probably been called worse for a fact. <laughs> so shout out to Derek. Thank you for posting in our Talk of Taco Facebook group. We are going to be talking about some local tacos. Kurt, you had said something, and I think you missed out on an opportunity when you said you've been li- living under a Rocco if you haven't heard of you know, El Sombrero Taco. Oh. I feel like that would have been a lot better uh, whenever, whenever you were talking about that. So stay tuned. It's 9.17 a.m. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. Pretty soon we're going to be on. Channel 46 in Houston, we're literally waiting for a piece of equipment to come in, and then we're going to be uh, streaming live on television as well, exactly what you're seeing right now. So that'll be a lot of fun, and that'll be a, a different journey, but we're excited to make this happen. We stream live on Facebook every weekday, 8.32, 11 a.m., right here on our KHEA Radio f- Facebook page. You can also go and follow Kickstart with Guardian Kurt. That's another Facebook page that we have where we post some additional content and share some stuff that we have. I think one of the things that's really super exciting about where we're headed as KHEA Radio, and, and we can talk about this, I think, a little bit, is we are going to be featured on I-45 Now. So if you're if you're not following I-45 Now on Facebook, I think you're missing out. I am following it. Uh, it's 84,000 people watch, you know, a part of that page. He posts all of the local content. Like, if there's a news story in our backyard, go to I-45 now. I was actually yesterday when all of the smoke and all the fire stuff was happening. Where was I getting my information? Me. I-45 now. Oh. You know? Like, it's it's a great organization that's here in our backyard, and you should go check it out if you haven't done so already. So we're going to be featured on there. We're going to be posting some of our, our content that we're doing in the community already. So it's going to be cross-posted, but you can get some information about what's going on in our backyard. Go check out I-45 now. When will the next one be posted? 
I'm Can't, hoping this afternoon. That'd be I'm cool. I'm hoping this afternoon. That'd be great. That'd be great. Again, you're listening to KHEA Radio. We're going to take a quick break on the FM. We're going to keep it going on our Facebook stream. Share this video out. Facebook, share it out now. Let us know what you got going on today. This is Kickstart, KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Taking it back. Yo, Way back. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, Facebook? Let us know. What do you guys have going on today? Spring break is over. Yesterday was, it ended up being a nice day, like weather-wise. Right. Especially for that event at Little Bellamia, I, uh, Cocoa Crepes. So you guys got done with your sound check early yesterday, you know, like super early, which was awesome, by the way. But I went out and sat in my car with the sunroof open. and uh, You have a sunroof in your car? I cut a hole in the <laughs> ceiling just to get the you don't sun, have a sun You don't have a sunroof no, in your car, dude? Okay. No. Uh, and uh, just sat in the sun. It was great. Wait, how did you sit in the sun? Are you? I went outside. In your car, yeah. Okay, minus sat, the sunroof. So the, yeah. that happened minus the sunroof. Yes, I was confused. <laughs> it was seriously great. confused. You like the heat though. <clears throat> I like the sun. Yesterday was the perfect amount of like if that weather could stay in Texas forever, like yesterday. Yeah. Perfect. Like there was a nice cool breeze. The sun was out. Hey, that it wasn't co- like super hot. Yeah, that cool breeze <clears throat> was blowing that smoke. Which I know that some of that uh, had factors, like with that fire that's going on in Deer Park, because that was some of the stuff that I'd heard. People were saying, hey, this, you know, which way it's blowing and all that. Man, it's crazy. Hey, Angie Butler said, my son swears in this afternoon. Go Army. Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you to your son and to your family. And uh, shout out shout out to your son. Your, your eldest son joined in the Army. That's, that's a big decision, and we appreciate his uh, decision and, and his service for sure. So that's really cool. Congratulations to him. Yes, that's super awesome. Con- I'm I'm so Go proud. Army. Um when anybody joins the military and takes that first step into do you serving th- our country. Do you think that you could have been, like served in the military? I actually looked into it. When I was a sophomore in high school, I almost joined um not the army, not the Marine Corps. Navy? Um no, Coast Guard, the National Guard, National Guard. Yeah, the National Guard. Um, and then I had a meeting that night. I was playing a football game, and I was going to go that night on to Madden. A meeting. No, like like video games, actual football, Nintendo like high 64? school football. No, high school football and Kurt. Ka- Are you sure? Yes, Tecmo um, Bowl. You're playing Tecmo Bowl. So that day, <laughs> that game, I blew out my knee, and I didn't make it to the meeting. Dang, should have been playing Tecmo Bowl. And I never got back into it Dang. after I was like, man. Yeah. I should have, but after you blow on your knee like that, it's like, so, I don't know if I can handle the stress of going through basic. Yeah. Um. So at the <clears throat> at the time, so I graduated in 2004, mm-hmm. and that, like, post 9-11, and you remember that. I mean, you were what grade were you in? You would have been in, like, seventh grade. Seventh grade. I remember. Yeah. I, I still clearly see everything that happened. Were you in eighth grade? No, I was in seventh grade. What year did you graduate? Oh, six? Oh, seven. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. Yeah. I, okay, so I was in tenth grade, and I, I remember all that. And then the decision, like a lot of people were like, "I'm enlisting." Some people were re-enlisting, and all that stuff. And so, like the climate and the news, and man, well, social media was around, maybe like in its infancy and different things. Facebook wasn't around yet. Like I didn't think it came around like to oh five or. I think people were still on MySpace in that time. Well, I didn't even have a MySpace in high school. I didn't have a MySpace till like two thousand four, like in the fall. But it had just came out, so 
I don't know, times are different. But I was a musician. I wanted to do music with my friends. But, um, yeah, I wish I would have, if I would have, like, psh, it probably would have shaped me up a lot quicker than <laughs> what I did if I would have went and served in the in the military or did something like that. <laughs> Got Get your head on straight, you know? I, I keep dropping the term, well, when I grow up. <laughs> like, even, like, yesterday, I was like, you know, when we grow up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a grown man. You're a grown man. Yeah, but we appreciate everybody who, you know, that's a sacrifice for you and your yeah. family, to, you know, because it's putting your life on hold. It's putting um, to serve the country. So that, that's a big thing. So, again, thank you, Angie, to you and your son and your family. My grandpa is a Korean War veteran, and uh, I, I thank him every day. So uh, hopefully, pray you know, praying to God that we never have to have a situation like that where we're using our military. But um, when we do, it's good to know that we have the young men and women who serve our country, and we appreciate all of them. Yeah. Angie's son, he has some some sponsorships with some fishing partners, like our friend Paco, because he's a big like hunter and a fisherman. I didn't know this. Yeah, I had saw some stuff that was shared out, and it was really neat. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's called like Pro Staff, and it's like, hey, you fish a lot, you hunt a lot. Hey, wear this gear, and we'll send you like a rod and a reel. We'll send you some stuff. It's pretty neat. Oh, so it's kind of like the Instagram models where it's like, yeah, but this. you call it Pro Staff. <laughs> yeah, call it Pro Staff because it's not. I, I don't think it's cool. Like in the hunting and fishing, you're like, well, you're you're an Instagram model. Basically, that's what it becomes. <laughs> it's yeah. like the same kind of thing. Like it's like, hey, we're gonna sponsor you to wear our gear. Yeah, we're gonna sponsor. You know, the one thing that I was thinking about the other day. You have all these celebrities, right, that are constantly being photographed, right? Like constantly, like in whether you're like I watch Daily Mail Snapchat, you know, just to like see what's going on in the celebrity world. I don't know. I'm one of those weird people that like keep that. going, keep okay. going, yeah. But uh, if I was a celebrity, I'm like putting like name tags and stuff on. Like I'm walking around with like bags, like a NASCAR driver. Yeah, just pretty much like, like everything sponsored. You on know, you. if I was a celebrity and people were taking photographs of me like i'm walking around <laughs> with logos like, yeah me I too i got this khea radio shirt on we do here at the Boom. radio station it's like <laughs> shout out to escape chemo but escape chemo like we walk around if we were like being photographed all the time it's like oh escape chemo yeah you know like those things <laughs> you are a trip you're a trip man yeah <laughs> Wow. Gonna catch up on some crafts and enjoy the beautiful day. Thank you, Gina, for tuning in for a little bit. Um, for Spring those break. of you who are listening to see if you are a winner of the Petrified Eyelash Studios, first of all, if you're if you're watching right now to find out if you're a winner, just say, I can't wait to find out I'm a winner. We like seeing the names of in. people um, when we announce the winners and just say, like, oh hey, this person's actually watching right now. You don't have to be watching in order to win, but it's kind of cool when you hear your name announced on the radio. Just saying. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And if you want to win and you want to gift it to somebody else, like your significant other or your wife, your girlfriend, maybe your sister, your mom, that's cool too. So they would they probably enjoy it. If if not, then you know, just find someone else in your life. Or it could be for yourself. <laughs> for yourself as well. So that's cool too. Yeah, let us know. I said I can't wait. I cannot wait till we find out the winners. There's three different sets. One person's gonna win like the glam. I think it's called then like the hybrid and then the classic. Angie helped us out. No, I don't think so. Angie helped us out last time with what it was called. It's classic hybrid and and I full. I don't know, but what we're gonna probably do to make sure it's fair is whoever is the first person to contact contact us, they're gonna be able to pick their option first, what they want, 
And then the next person who reaches out and contacts us from the winner, they're going to pick the next one. And then the third person who picks out, you know, they're going to be blessed with the last one. So it'll be a lot of fun. Gina said, I can't wait to find out if I'm a winner. Michelle said, eyelashes would be cool. And Catherine said, it is LOL. It is. I don't know what that is. Enough said. Enough said. Yep. It is. It is. So it's 926 right now. We got about 25 seconds left in this song. And then we're going to go back on. And I'm going to give you all just a tease of it. So this is Stephanie Gretzinger. Is this the ones? These are like lullabies. I used to put my son to sleep. Me and my my wife put my son to sleep to that that album. Russ won last time. He's listening. Right Russ, now. you gonna win those lashes too? <laughs> Maybe so. Would you Would you keep them for yourself or give them to somebody else? Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is. Kickstart, so excited to have this Monday morning with you guys. That was just some Stephanie Gretzinger on KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And I'm super excited because we're going to be picking some winners. There's going to be three winners. You're going to get your eyes petrified right there at 2K and Alley, Kima, Texas, 609 Bradford Avenue. Go check them out. Thank you to Petra. Thank you to her business for partnering with KHEA Radio so we're allowed to do these kind of giveaways. Yeah, we're super excited about this opportunity. I I wish I could use it because we haven't done this yet. Like, we haven't sat down and got petrified. Not yet. Are you getting petrified? That's why I feel like uh, every time we say that word, I'm like, get petrified. <laughs> that's that's the passion behind it. So, right? wait, are you saying you want to get your lashes done? And if so, would you? which Man, ones would you I get? Got, the I long got, ones? If I got microbladed, I feel like I have to have the eyelashes to match. Oh, my gosh. This is, no, we can't do this. I, as, the more I think about this, I'm like, we can't. Kurt's gone Hollywood. I've gone Hollywood. I've got the Botox. I was thinking this the other day. Like, once you start, you can't stop. Like, once you go Hollywood, what? you can't go back. It's a slippery slope, <laughs> Ethan says. It is. It's a very slippery slope. Because we're getting, we're getting our, I'm getting Tomorrow. a laser hair, laser removal. hair removal on my neck. So I never have to worry about shaving my neck again. I'm glad you clarified where you were getting your laser hair removal. Because <laughs> we had, okay, here's a story, and it's kind of gross. But Kurt right. used to call these places and be like, hey, uh, do y'all do waxing? <laughs> and then they were like, yes. And he's like, okay, cool. This is Kurt Casper with KHEA Radio. And I want to know if you'd wax my back. And they're like, yeah, we only wax people's faces. And he's like, oh, oh okay. All right, bye. And that happened in three places. I'm like, Kurt, stop calling saying you're with KHEA Radio. And then asking them to wax your back. Like, at least ask. Do y'all do, like, back waxing? And then say, okay, I'm with KHEA Radio. They're like, we are, we are a high-class waxing place. We don't wax waxes. <laughs> waxes the waxes. But, uh, Kurt, he's going to get some laser hair removal done at... Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, I'm going to get it on my neck. I think, what are you doing there? So, I, I'm going to be at Brazilian Drops, and I think we're going to go live. I don't know. But I'm going to have, uh, like, some laser treatment, some IPL, some... Uh, something i don't know that's what it's, it's gonna called, be on my right? face i think so and some micro needling so do you know what micro needling is they stick little needles into your your skin yeah it's like a pin it's like right. a pin and it's so it's really focused do we have a pin well we have one right there but imagine a pin and it goes a little spot and it just puts these little needles in and what it does is it goes underneath breaks up the the stuff underneath your skin and pulls it out so it'll kind of let it heal so that's what I'm gonna be. I'm not done. ever doing that. Why? I'm sorry. I'm because it's needles. Well, you know, here's what I'm. Here's my goal. I'm gonna say ever since Kurt got his his forehead botoxed, 
I'm gonna just show a picture of Kurt's head and I'll be like, I just want my skin to look as good as Kurt's Botox forehead. You know, this skin is all because of the hand sanitizer that I put on my face. No, it is it not. Is, listen, I'm That's making, in spite. That skin is in spite of the the People say sanitizer. that I have great skin. Like they see me and they're like, wow, you have amazing skin. Who tells he, you that, by the way? Everybody does. Like who? Everybody. <laughs> I, I've never heard one person tell People you that. tell me all the time, they're like, wow, you have really good skin. What's your secret? Hand sanitizer. Hand it is going to revolutionize the beauty industry. People are going to do studies about this because of me. I don't think so. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> do you remember, by the way, we were at uh, Crawfish and Karaoke Saturday night. Do you remember? Somebody dropped a mic. Somebody dropped the mic. And as a, as a tech person... Never drop a microphone. Hurts like, your I, heart. Know, I know you want to. Like, everyone's like, oh, let me drop this mic. You drop that and it lands on the wrong spot. Like, that microphone is ruined. Yeah, even like a, a lower end mic is like $100, like straight up, like with tax. And it's just like, okay. And that's like if it has a cord on it and it's like industry standard. And then anything else, it's like, hey, if you want it wireless, if you want it this, and you know, then it's like, okay, that's a $1,000 mic. But you see people that are just doing like mic drops and it breaks my heart. Don't drop a mic. Don't drop a mic unless it's like a toy. Uh, this is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. Are you excited to hear the winners of the of the eyelash giveaway? Hey, I see Tracy on here. Shout out to Cupcake Cachet, one of our partners here at KHEA Radio. I went to Cupcake Cachet this this uh, weekend. You know, I took my family. We went and got some cupcakes, and then we went and got some sloppy nicks as well. It was a good time. We cleaned them out, or we were trying to at least. <laughs> we were trying to because it was about closing time. They had about an hour left before they closed. And um, it was Tracy's son was in there, and I was like, hey. That was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah. I was kind of mad at you Friday night. When you posted that you went to Sloppy Nick's and you didn't get me anything or saved any cupcake cachet for me, I was, I was kind of sad. I was a little upset about it. I was like, come Good. on, Guardian. You should be upset. You should be upset because you should have been there. Like, you should just go. My kids needed cupcakes. You should just assume. I'm always needing cupcakes. <laughs> always, yeah, always Kellen going. got... A cupcake. My daughter River got a cupcake. They tore it up. I had a peanut butter one. It had a shamrock on top. I was in the you know in the holiday season spirit mood, celebrating St. Patrick's Day. So that's what I had. I like peanut butter. Peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter is so good. That's the one thing. Like when we do uh, detoxes, <laughs> that I wish I still had was peanut butter. Hey, I just got word El Sombrero from Hitchcock El Sombrero Cafe is here on site. Getting ready. We're going to bring them in here for a little bit, talk about everything that they have going on. I wish we had more time to sit down and just really talk because they have a great story. Um, we sat down with them and did a video with them um, and talking about their entire story. So if, if you haven't heard about El Sombrero, you're going to find out here in a matter of minutes the everything that they have going yeah, on. Yeah, that's why you need to go ahead and join our Facebook group and like our page. They're, they're called the exact same thing, Talk of Taco. Uh -oh. Taco. So just their talk of taco. There's two things that are going to pop up. Make sure you like and join the group. You're going to be able to get uh, access to some of these places that we're going to and hearing the stories, learning about tacos, learning about why do you have a restaurant, why tacos, why do tacos mean so much to you, and then you'll also learn some of the best places in the area, in the world, actually, to get tacos. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, super excited about this video that we're going to be doing. We're probably dropping a sizzle reel in the next week or two like that's how close we are to making talk of taco a tv program i'm excited what comes next after you know we we do talk of taco and then it's like talk of cheeseburger or this doesn't have the same yeah, ring no no you can't do talk of anything else except Here, for taco no i got it chat of cheeseburger 
we do chat of cheeseburger and then it's another show. <laughs> oh, that makes me like vomit in my Why? mouth a little bit. You don't, don't like know. chatting about cheese or chat, do, chat of cheese? Chat of cheese. That sounds better. <laughs> but if you look at, I don't know. I think you can't top talk of taco. Like well, if you're so talking either. about the the talk groups, like nah, nothing else, nothing else. Talk of taco. Michelle said, "Tell us the winner. She wants to know who's going to win those petrified." You gotta stick around a little bit longer to hear a little bit about El Sombrero. Yes, you do, because we're not announcing them quite yet, but we will before eleven o'clock. We're going to be announcing those winners. There's three winners. The first pe- people to reach out to us will get their first pick. Of uh, you know, you get the classic. I'm gonna call them the glam or the long, the long lashes, and then the hybrid, which I'm guessing is a mixture of the long and the the, the classic. So, my wife is excited. I don't think I've broken a tour that she can't win. I got I got the same question from the girlfriend yesterday. She's like, Oh, can she I definitely win? can't. If my wife can't win, there's no way in the world your girlfriend's allowed to but win. I tell her that she can win. So that she still likes, shares, and comments on the video. She should do it because she cares for you, Kurt. She wants KHEA Radio to get the word out. She should just do it out of the goodness of her heart, or she'd be like, nah. <laughs> hey, what's up, Amanda? Amanda said, Elson Burrow is just heavenly. Ooh, what a good word to use. Heavenly. Like, you know, you know you've gone above and beyond the, like, the description of something. Like, when you just say, like, oh, she's cute. Like, that's basic, right? But when you say, oh, she's... Heavenly, that means there's a next level to yeah, that, right? So out like, of this world. Out of this world. You know, when you use like terminology like that, then you know they're telling the truth. Yeah. You know, next time I see one of these El Sombrero tacos, I'm going to be like, do your feet hurt? Did you, you know, because you've been running through my mind all day, just doing like pickup lines on tacos. Like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? And then you like take a bite of the taco. Mm, yes. It, it did must it have. hurt? A heavenly taco. So we're going to be chatting, learning about... <laughs> El Sombrero in Hitchcock, Texas is an awesome story. Oh. We're going to take a quick break on the FM. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. Coming up next is United on KHEA Radio. Yes, we told you. You thought we were making it up? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, so we're going to talk about El Sombrero. Hello. How are you doing? Thank you for hanging out with us. We're going to turn you on. Make sure you're tuned in. And uh, camera, boom, camera, action. So thank you for for joining us today. Is that a good angle, Kurt? Yes, it's perfect. Okay. How are you doing today? Fine. Good morning. So what's what's been going on since we last seen you? How, how long ago was that that we stopped by? Two it was, weeks ago. Yeah, it was on a Thursday. Yes. And um, so. Here's what happened. We had put the word out, and we said, hey, we we want to go eat some tacos. We want to go film some tacos and learn about some of the best tacos in the area. So we had some suggestions. A couple people had recommended your place. And what's the name of the place, and where is it located? El Sombrero Cafe. It's located at 9302 Highway 6 here in Hitchcock, Texas. How long have you all been there? Uh, almost 50 years, since 1973. 1973. And... A bunch of people are, are have been telling us, like, man, I've gone there since I was a kid, or like my parents went there before I was born, and I've yes. always gone there. Yes. So that's pretty cool. You'll see like generations of people come in. Every generation, it's just I see little kids, and now like they're they're twenty years old, and I'm like, what? <laughs> then they're having they have their kids, and it's like I just yeah. Well, you have kids too, right? Yes. And they've grown up knowing, hey, you know, the family owns a restaurant. Exactly. So they always have a good place to eat. 
always. <laughs> and they're friends. <laughs> yes. Do you ever get tired of eating tacos? No. Because then you can just eat enchiladas or exactly. like other stuff. Yes, never. Man, who was it the other day that asked me, have you had their enchiladas? It was on Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, somebody asked, and I was At like, Legacy. actually, yeah, I have. I only had one because I was stuffed. I'd eaten like 10 tacos. Uh, yes, we're <laughs> and then, known for enchiladas yeah, and tacos. Some, somebody said like, hey, did you try the enchiladas? And Kurt was like, I'm so full. I was like, I got to try them just because. I told him, I was like, Gardy, you want more? How can you eat more? We've literally just like ate an entire like buffet of of El Sombrero. No, we have kids, five-year-olds, six-year-olds that are like, the parents asked them, do you want McDonald's? I mean, well, other restaurants and sorry. And they're like, no, we want enchiladas. Enchiladas. Tacos. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And uh, we met some of the, the people in the back. So the staff, they were all excellent. Super nice. You know, there's a family feel because it's family owned. Yes. But then there was even like the two cooks that were working. He was like, oh, that's my cousin. And I was like, are y'all related to the fa- to the family here? They're like, well, no. So it was just pretty interesting to see how it's like, it's family that it's just works family there. family based pretty much. But we have employees that are not our family, but they they feel like they're family. Yeah. Because that's our main goal is to be, you know, become one. Mm-hmm. So the the two guys that were they were working, that were the the cooks there, they had interesting stories too. So I was asking them, like, hey, what's your background? You know, how long have you been cooking and, and some other stuff and, and what their goals are? Because their heart was literally in the food that they were putting into there. Yes. And um, that was really cool to see. So they were cooking, and we were actually getting some sound bites and interviewing them as well. Do you remember? We have to go back and get some more I, sound bites because our, our, our recorder stopped recording. So well, we'll have to go and mic him up because what he was telling us was great. I was like, where's the best taco? And he goes, here. I'm like, before you even ate here. Here. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. But what, so back there in the kitchen, there's like the vent that's above, and then we had the grill going and everything. So it was like, so it was really loud, and we were trying to get his audio, and it was perfect. But yeah, we'll have to go back. I wasn't in there when y'all were interviewing them because I was busy at the front. But are you serious? Gr- what they, he said? they said great stuff. They said great stuff. I wasn't not worried about it, honestly. Yeah. I'm, like, we, we tend to be a team there. And I, like I told y'all, go ahead, interview whoever you want. To me, uh, whether it's negative or positive, it at the end of the day, it's, it'll help us grow. This yeah. is the reason yeah. why we've been there so long. We also had the opportunity to interview a couple of the customers who had been some pretty long-time customers. Very long time, like at least 30 years. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I can't even imagine, like 30 years. It's been a long, uh, interesting Time. I mean, it's been since I was 14 years old working there. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's, what, 30? And she's managing it at night. I happen to be there right now because um, she's pregnant. Yeah. So she can't really work full time as much anymore. But I mean, the customers pretty much, I mean, they are the ones that pretty much tell me what's going on. I don't have to worry about being there every day because they're there. The food keeps going. Everybody works as a team. And I always tell them whether we're there or not. You know, just serve them like you were served yourself. Yeah. Right now it's it's nine forty one. Uh-huh. We have three minutes left in this song. Maybe we'll end it soon because we need to get into the story. Okay. Uh, I would love to share a lot of the story that that you shared with us when we were there because well, we were talking to some people. Whenever it comes to video, like you can or like even movies, you right. can make up a story. And I said if we would have tried to make up a script for a Hollywood movie that shared about a you know. 
a story that talked about tacos or a restaurant. I said, I don't think we could have made up a script <laughs> out of the top of our head, just like writing. We that's walked as good out as of your there true and story. We, said, we finally have our our like what we needed to finish a sizzle reel. Like we're like, this is <laughs> this is what makes tacos tacos, and that's what we started this group for, and that's what we started doing this for is to show the stories because, first of all, it's tacos. Like, it's a food, right? Exactly. That's but correct. there's so much that goes into making the food food. Yes. There's a lot that goes into making food, tacos, yeah. gelatas, whatever. Here we go. I'm going to end this song. I'm going to see if I can. Dude, this is going to be the most work I've done in a long time. Here we oh go. Oh, my gosh. Go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. That was Sidewalk Profits. And uh, now we have a special guest in studio. We're going to be learning about El Sombrero in Hitchcock, Texas. Yeah, we are Kickstart. We're on every morning from 830 to 11. We broadcast out of 601 Delaney Road in Lamarck, Texas. Broadcasting out on the airways on KHEARadio.com. We also live stream our show on Facebook. So if you are just tuning in on our Facebook page, if you're listening on 99.5 FM, make sure that you go and like KHEA Radio. And then share it out into the world. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about some tacos, talking about El Sombrero and Hitchcock. Can you let us know, uh, you know, where you're located and what your role is in, in the restaurant? Um, hi, this is Diane Gonzalez. We're at the restaurant's name is El Sombrero Cafe, located 9302 Highway 6 here in Hitchcock, Texas. Uh, been open since 1973. I am the owner, not the original. My parents are the owners. I now run it, but I still see it as... We all run it as yeah. a family. Okay. So your your family, can you share, I guess, your dad's story? So where was your dad born? Where was he from? What was his history? Well, my father was born in Guadalajara, Mexico. My mother was born here in Galveston. They both met at a little local bakery in Galveston. It's called the Texas Bakery or something like that mm-hmm. at the time. Um, father worked in a seafood place that's now known as... Uh, uh, I forgot the name. I'm not sure here in Galveston. But uh, mother worked at Ford dealership. And then in the evening, she went to work for her uncle at the Texas bakery. Mm-hmm. And father and mother met. And they found this little location here in Hitchcock called um, something ice cream parlor. Yeah. Um, and they bought it. And they we ended up moving in there. I was already born. How I many the- square feet was that at the time? Do you know? <sighs> Right now it's what five thousand, so it was probably like two thousand square feet. Probably. So it was an ice cream place. So your dad, yes. he's in Guadalajara, Mexico. That's where he was born. Yes. Did he have a food background while he was there? Actually, they baked bread okay. and he sold it in the on the streets. About how Mexico. old was he whenever he he moved over here? Uh, twenty one. And he ended up in Galveston. Twenty one years old. Twenty one years old. So he was baking in Guadalajara. Yeah. You know, selling bread on the streets. Um, you know, just as a baker, that with was kind of his yeah, his with passion. Third grade education. Wow. Yeah, his well, his father died very young, and there was thirteen in the family, and he had to help mom bake bread or do whatever they had mm-hmm. to do to bake. And then one of her uh, his sisters was already living here in Galveston, so he came over here on a visa and said, "Okay, let me come and see what I can do here." So he ended up, I think, it was it Guido's, or where did he start working at the, originally? At the, at the originally, I think it was called Manual Seafood. Manual, Manual Seafood. Manual Seafood. Then. Something Guido's. I'm not sure if it was. I don't think it's the same, but it was Manuel's Cafe. And then was he baking there? He actually was a dishwasher. Okay. He was baking at the Texas Bakery. Okay, so the, he had the baking in in Guadalajara, 
mm-hmm. you know, helping with the family and all that. Ended up being a dishwasher. Came to Galveston. Yes. He had family here. That's why he chose exactly. chose Galveston. He came here and he, like everyone, having that dream of, you know, being becoming a better person. And whether you have an education or not, hard work yes. earns you where you're at now. Yeah. Um, he started baking and of he met my mom at the bakery and he started it was baking there and they fell in love and he saved every penny he could and he ended up buying this ice cream place here and he says okay let's me bake let me cook let me do whatever and we lived in the back that now is one of our dining rooms and all i remember was always eating rice and beans <laughs> you know and, yeah and then finally uh very blessed with hard work they both kept 24 hours. It was 5 a.m. in the morning, opening till 3 a.m. I think they only had two hours to just go home, take a shower, and come back and reopen it again. Yeah. And then finally, um, uh, I grew up, and that's all I knew. My Aunt Gracie, that's still there since she was 15 years old, from high school, the bus would drop her off. There she would work there. And my Aunt Teresa, another sister, she's still there mm-hmm. since 1973. And they both still work. Gracie runs the restaurant during the day in the morning. My sister, Anna, uh, she's, what, 36? She's been there since she was, I think, 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, well, of course, me, since I was 14. My father put me as a dishwasher. What'd you want to be? <laughs> I wanted to be the boss. Wanted to be the boss. <laughs> like, I'm in charge. I want to call the shots. I was like, wait a minute. I'm the owner's daughter. I should be running this place. Dishwashing, and, yeah. Yes, my father <laughs> said, no, sweetheart. We all start from the bottom up. And you understand that, that, that one day. You have to build that foundation. I and now that. I understand why. Yeah. You know, if I wouldn't have known what it was to wash dishes and clean restrooms and host and go into the kitchen, I wouldn't have understood the value of being a cashier and a manager. Mm-hmm. And to this day, we all still work there. Um, unfortunately, my father got kind of ill back in 2008, and then I had to go ahead and come. We all have our degrees. We all went to school. I mean, computers. was that important for your father oh, and family? Yes, yes. I mean, even though he didn't get that education because he quit school at third grade, um, he pretty much he focused on us going to school finishing our education he did not want us to be in the restaurant business mm-hmm. he wanted us to do whatever we wanted to do with our passions uh, my my sister nina magdalena she's uh what is she like a vp for a big property management company mm-hmm. uh i'm in computer sales for a big company also in hp cisco mm-hmm. that. Uh, my other sister anna she went into real estate also but then with my father being sick she decided to just stay at the restaurant yeah but other than that we all have our you know we work like i just i've been up working right now and yeah drove in i apologize for being late oh no you're good <laughs> so i have a question so so 1973 to 2008 you know your dad he runs the restaurant he started it's his dream it's mm-hmm. going it's happening you know it's not an easy thing but to yeah. stay open that long you have to be good at what you do yes you have to love it who came kind of came up with the recipes? Is that something they kind of tweaked? Is it your parents together? It's just that's both how they did together. it. Together, they both together. My father, I mean, he like you love to cook. He loves to cook, and it like just the enchiladas, the chili, that, yeah. that involves to make that chili. The time it's like three days. Wow. Uh, every day, home cooked beans. You you know you, they still do the old fashioned way, clean the beans, wash them, let them rise for the morning. Ground beef, the fajita to make the tacos. Uh, it's 
it's a lot of hard work that it takes that it involves to cook every single day. Yeah. And there's no packaged food, nothing. Everything is made there. Yeah. So whenever your your father started struggling with some health issues, can you walk us through like what happened? What happened then? Well, that was funny. Uh, funny at now, but yeah. back then we were like, what? Um, I was actually doing real estate, and that was like my passion, real estate, part time. Mm-hmm. I love it, and um, I was actually, and well, I'm based in Houston, and working for this real estate company. Uh, one of my uh, co, um, well, team um, there was like Diane. Don't you? Didn't you say you own a restaurant or your parents own a restaurant in Galveston area? I was like, yes. Why? What about it? They said this one, and I was like, yeah. What? He would put it for sale. So he put it up for sale, yes. didn't tell any tell anybody. Nobody. He was just, I'm done, I'm tired, mm. I don't I can't do it. He because didn't want of us health? to know how sick he was. Yeah. He had had a couple of little strokes here and there, weaknesses in his arms, you know. And he actually collapsed one day at the restaurant. We did not know. The dishwasher caught him while everything was being he was cooking. And so we did not know how my father was sick. So when we found out he had it for sale, we, I keep saying we, but I just took out a loan and went in there and I said, I'm getting this restaurant. I'm not going to let it go. Uh, yes, I'm computer sales and real estate. That's where I make my money. You know, that continues to help the restaurant grow, whether it's down, goes up and down, you know, like any business. Mm-hmm. But I went in there and I started cooking with them. You know, I learned how to cook with him since I was young, but still, just to take over, it was hard. Yeah. Can you share mm-hmm. a little bit about how your dad felt? I mean, did he know that you were like, hey, I'm giving you this money, I'm buying the restaurant? Nothing. It was it was crazy. Um, he was he got sick, and he knew I was already going in there to help cook and, you know, run, helping my Aunt Gracie and, and stuff. And one day, uh, he said, that's it, I'm done, I'm over get rid of it. He thought he was selling to somebody. And didn't even know who didn't it was. Didn't even That's, know who it was. Wow. And I, he thought, you know, you know, in real estate, the seller and the buyer doesn't have to be together. I went in and got it. He had no idea. He had no idea. He just knew it was sold. All he knew it was sold. It how did that, closed. How did that he, make him feel? Real, well, really bad. He yeah. went into kind of like a little depression, real sad. He did not want to come into Hitchcock anymore. Hmm. He will not go get on Highway 6 after 50, almost 40-something years at the time, driving every day to Highway, you know, Highway 6. He said no. He would take 45, and he's one of those people that do not get on 45. You know, and one day, uh, it took me three months. I got the, all of the staff. I hired a contractor, went in there, cleaned it up, fixed it up, made it look nicer, uh, took care of the issues that gave him the stroke, you know, with the hard work and just plumbing here, plumbing there. And he came in uh my aunt actually uh, picked him up and said, come on, we're going to the local flea market or something mm-hmm. in Pearland. Yeah. And so he goes, no, we don't have to go through here. No, 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 I got to go through here. So she took him and she, we're all waiting for him inside. And he stops, you know, she parks it right in front of the restaurant. And he's like, what are we doing here? According to what my aunt tells me. And he goes, come in. So he was like, that's okay. I'll be right here. He would not get off the truck. He would not get off. So he, finally, I came out, and I go, Daddy, come here. And he looked at me, and he's like, what? He thought it had became some local 
game room yeah. or bar, you know. And he, you know, that's his life. That's all he had. Mm. I mean, he started with like, what, $15,000? Who makes $15,000 with a third grade degree, you know, education with, you know, baking bread? Yeah. He saved for two, three, four years just to buy this place, you know, and now it's gone. So when he comes in, he looks at me and he looks at all of us and we're like, welcome. This is your new place. You know, he was, he, I had never seen my father cry. And let me tell you, those 200 or whatever thousand dollars that I invested in, that was like paid for right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he walked in, he just turned around and looked and he was like, he could not believe what had happened. And I was just like, I was just more worried about it. Is he going to approve? Was he happy? Is this good? You know, yeah. you, know you know, but yeah, it was, I kind of want to tear up. No, no. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was. I think I'm starting to tear up a little bit because it, it was hard. You know, being a small business owner, it's this is your life. You know, you literally mm-hmm. wake up every morning. We've we've talked to very many. We we love community. We love focusing on small businesses, and they tell us like there are some weeks, there are some months, there's some like stretches of months yeah. where you're not taking home a paycheck. <laughs> yes. But but it's life. You know, it's like life. you know. And for us, it's like even more because it's tacos. You know, we're talking about good food. You know, like it's, it's and not that's easy. What you, you, it's right. not easy. People think a lot of people seem to think this is the well-known Ellisonboro Cafe. They have all money. We all no, none of us came from money. None of us. My father, third grade education. My mom graduated high school. Got a little business certificate. Was administrator for the president of the Ford dealership. She worked from, you know, whatever, 15, 16, with the whatever, from school and stuff. But she did not, they they just worked hard, just working. Yeah. Mainly and loving what, you, what you're doing. I mean, there's, I mean, after Harvey, we got hit and we lost two or three of our good employees that were there for years because they lost their homes. And let me tell you, it's not easy. We, Did y'all get hit during Harvey, Elsinburg? Yeah, we had water, went in and went out right away. And actually, that when that happened, thank God my sister was able to get there, and she literally went in because we lost light, went in there and started, and thank God everything's gas besides the refrigerators. She, she took out all the food, called in a couple of friends of her. They started cooking everything to give it to the local um, places that they were, you know, uh, taking care of the people that were losing yeah. or getting water in their homes. So we were able not, we didn't lose anything. All the food went to, was donated. Wow. And y'all even got water in the restaurant. Yeah. And also like, hey, we got to, let's get this out. Like what can we foot. do to help? Like a, but you know, like if you yeah. know Hawaii 6, everything just goes, it kind of flows like a river. Yeah. So we were very blessed. Um, went in, we were close only two weeks. Thank God for my other work that I do. Uh, was able to put in money, uh, Paid my employees and or our team, should I say? I don't, I don't know why I even say employees, but we're a team and we're a family. How many people are in the family on uh, the team? Total is like twelve, twelve of us there. Yeah, I wonder how many people over the years since 1973 have eaten there, and <laughs> I wonder how many people have had the opportunity, you know, to work to work there. And it's crazy. I was at T-Mobile just the other day, getting a phone from my father, and he was. It was funny because he was like, the lady goes, Elson bro. I know I've seen you. And I was like, yeah. my mom worked there. I'm like, who's wow. your mom? I don't know. I'm like, I was a kid when she worked as a dishwasher. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I'm working. I'm like, oh, well, come over. He goes, are y'all still there? I'm like, yes. It's Walmart. Another lady from Sam's came in, and she retired after 30 years at Sam's. She's like, oh, my God. I, yeah, I was passing by, and I was like, I wonder if y'all still here. Yes. 
it's it's a lot of people coming in and out. What do you what do you think your father would say? And maybe you know this, or even you yourself. If somebody has a dream, you know they they want to have to do something. You know, start a business. I mean, is that possible for? He for them? still hollers and he still tells us the same thing. Follow your dream, but you cannot just dream or just lay there on the, in the bed dreaming. You have to get up and do it. And any anytime anyone anybody says anything negative or tells you you can't do it, honey, just take it like a vitamin. You know, it's just go for it. Don't stop there. We need to talk to your dad. We haven't had a chance, but what a powerful, powerful, like just the phrases that he uses and what he what he instilled in you. Just I just want to sit down and just have like. 30 minutes and, and download some of the stuff I, that he's saying. Yeah, I had to ignore his car now because if he knew I was here, he would be like, Mija, you don't worry. You don't <laughs> worry. You don't need this. You don't need to tell nobody nothing. You know what? Our food, our focus is food. Talk As a matter food. of fact, we never sold liquor. We only sold beer and wine because just because that was the thing, beer, you know, whatever. He goes, we're not a bar. We are a restaurant. Mm. We're based off food. We don't make ourselves from liquor, you know? But I... Who doesn't want a tequila, margarita, with the taco? You know, I mean, I get you a beer, but you need, you know. So I got the liquor license, and he's like, "Mijo, you don't need all that. Just focus on the food, food and let the food focus tell the story." The so and you already have a compelling story, as yeah. it is. Right. So why? I mean, we're running out of time, and mm-hmm. I just want to—I want to ask this: Why is your place the best taco in the world? Because we don't buy anything already pre-made. We make it from scratch. We marinate it from scratch. It takes two two days to marinate fajita. Uh, everything is done with passion, love, with cooking for our own as a family. And as long as you cook it from homemade, from scratch, don't buy no can, no box, packaged tomatoes, everything from you know. And who can't make a taco? There's a big difference between buying a taco frozen making a taco from right there mm-hmm. you know just stuff it customers come in can you make this as long as we have the ingredients we can make anything wow cool well thank you so much for thank joining you. us it's 10 o'clock one more time can you share where you're located and yeah. what the name of the restaurant is we're located it's elson cafe located 9302 highway 6 hitchcock texas open monday through saturday 9 a.m to 9 p.m and you'll see the sign it actually has your parents on yes, it right on both sides one side shows when they started in 1973 and the other side shows how their age now wow that's awesome thank you guys we're gonna take a quick break on the fm this is khea radio 99.5 fm stay tuned because we're going to be <laughs> announcing the winners of the petrified <laughs> eyes last studios that's coming up uh, in this hour, we're going to be talking again to PNP Productions and Peak Performance Warehouse. So stay tuned if you guys are watching on Facebook Live. Sweet, thank you so much. Hey, we may guys. come back and get oh. some more, some more footage or some more. I want to interview again with a uh, better. <laughs> you did great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What's up, Facebook? Hey, have you had the opportunity to go to Elson Brewer yet? Let us know. Have you been there? Maybe you've. When back in 1973, maybe you haven't had the opportunity to go yet, but either way, it's not too late. They're still open. They've been there for years, family-owned, family-operated. There's even family. It's not necessarily like related by blood, but whenever you've been there for, for that long, you just become part of the family. So it's been pretty cool to see to see that happen and uh, to learn some of that story. So we're excited. I'm excited to drop that video to show the food. Mm-hmm. Hi, Hello. 
Hi, hi, hi. Are they coming in or staying out? My name is Guardy. Yes. What's your name? I'm Paula's mother. Paula. Paula, Paula. Yeah, you can have a seat here. Okay. Hello, hello. Y'all doing good? We're excited to have you guys in today, sharing about everything. <clears throat> so with this mic, you can scoot it up. Probably talk about this far. Yeah, wait to where you're comfortable and you may want to scoot yours a little bit further. But um, so you're Paula. I'm Paula. And what's your name? My name is Demita. Demita, nice to meet y'all. So y'all are with PNP Productions. Yes, I'm the I'm the I'm her mom. I'm the owner and operator of PNP Productions. All right, so <laughs> Notary and Paralegal Services. I'm the support. <laughs> well, that that kind of entails everything, huh? Yes, it does. <laughs> that's cool. See, Kurt's my support around here. <laughs> but I'm I'm always looking for some good support. You know, that's oh, yeah. a, that's important. So that's we, we have Ethan. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hard to find good help? Uh, it just depends. It, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. As long as you're working as a team, yeah. I mean, you work as a team, which is a good thing. I mean, it'll all work out. You work as a team. So, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. so you mentioned paralegal. Mm -hmm. And what, what exactly is paralegal services? A paralegal person is a person that he or she is not an attorney. She can, he or she can get, uh, they do research. We can do, mm -hmm. help you do, like, like, I do immigration. So we help you. Do everything, like I just told him, without breaking the bank. Paralegals do a lot of things that attorneys does, but they don't have, they can't give you legal advice, nor can they appear in court. But they can tell you to do be a proceed. Like a proceed is a person that's doing it yourself. Yeah. So if you don't know how to do it, that's when a paralegal comes in and he or she could tell you, you do it this way, this way, according to the state that you live in. I work with multiple states. So basically, I do a lot of stuff here in Texas. So, okay. So that's where a lot of stuff, but I have stuff pinned in there. <laughs> Are you from here originally? Yes, I'm originally from, um, originally, no, I'm originally from Brenham, Texas, where okay. the Bluebell ice cream is. So. Somebody was watching from Brenham earlier. They said, uh, spring mm -hmm. break's over. I'm back in Brenham, going back yeah. to school. Yeah. What college is over there? That's Blinn. Blinn College is over there. Uh, Blinn is one of, what, like, the next biggest school, I guess you want to say. Mm -hmm. You're getting up there. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I attended Blinn College. Blinn? Nice. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, Blinn is, yeah. But I, I grew up in Brenham, Texas uh, for 18 years, and um, I was small then. So later on, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to come down here and live with my dad, and I've been down here 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Where uh, where was your dad living? Like my point? dad was living down here. My dad suffered from asthma, and the Brenham was a you know more of a country. Mm -hmm. So what happened was basically the doctors back then say you know what, it's too much dust, it's too much you know pollen and stuff you know because I grew up on a farm actually. I had two hundred some head of hogs and chickens and oh yeah I love it I miss it. And so bottom line it got to a point that my dad developed asthma. And they told him, basically, you need to move down here and be closer to the doctor. That was years, okay. many years ago. So that's what that's how it transpired. And later I said, you know what, after I graduated out of high school, I went to Blend for about a year. And I said, you know what, it's time to move up a little bit. More. Yeah. And so I came down here with my dad, went to the College of the Mainland that's out there. And after that, um, I began working. I worked as a... Um, I taught school for 20 plus years. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> 
And later on, I went into business because that's what my major. My major was elementary education with a mind in data processing. Mm-hmm. And you see what data processing it turned into now, this good technology that we have today. So that's how I wound up working at the Hitchcock Library. If they're listening, thank y'all so much. <laughs> oh, cool. You work yeah. at the Hitchcock Library? Yeah, I, I was a, a library assistant. Later mm-hmm. on, became a librarian, you know, <clears throat> working with Kathy Brooks, that used to be over there. I think she still um, is affiliated with the library over there. So I wound up doing that, too. And I learned a lot about business. And from that point on, I worked for Texas Department of Human Services. I wound up working for uh, Foley's before turning to Macy's. Just getting a lot of business experience, and that helps a whole lot. I wound up moving to Houston, and and I learned a whole lot there by me living in Houston. I lived there for five years, and I learned a lot about business and mm-hmm. how to be organized. Some people say I'm the most organized person they ever see. <laughs> That's what they say. That's me. important. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know who's not organized? Me, me and this guy. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> It gets bad. I'm with y'all with the not organized part. <laughs> People say they don't. They come to my, my my small office and they say, "How do you find everything?" I say, "It's easy. I just label everything." It's all labeled, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's labeled, or either I just know where everything so is. So we it. have this file cabinet right here. Kirk, can you switch? Can you switch to the camera? So it's, it. it's on that camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. You can't see, but like. It's all, it's all in there. Everything's there, you know. Um, Don't tell people our secrets. That's where they're gonna look when they break into this place. <laughs> if you're wondering what's in there, everything. Like you're like, is that? Yeah, it's in there. It's in there. It's, it's in there. Except some of our FCC licenses, they're on the wall because we're like, these are super important. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. if anybody ever comes in, we just be like, here you yeah. go. Just it's over there. That's me too. It's I have there. all my licenses up on the wall and my degrees on the wall too. Um, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Can you share? Mm-hmm. Even just a little bit about that about farm life because that's intriguing to me. I didn't have the opportunity to, to grow up on a farm or even see one. But you said really? like two hundred hogs. Really? What yeah. else did y'all have there? We had um, two hundred two hundred fifty head of hogs. I had chickens. We had turkeys, um, cattle, peacocks. Uh, pe- Some yeah, peacocks. peacocks. What do they do? They they just I like the they're thing. beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're, especially sometime they would do their feathers and that that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, um, guineas. Remember, you know what a guinea is, right? A guinea, guinea pig? pig? No, no, not a guinea. A guinea. I don't know. A guinea is like a bird, but basically, he it could be a he or she, and what they do is any type of they keep off like they'll let you know when there's a snake or something that's gonna invade the farm. First, they make a little noise. Yeah. And then they say. <laughs> but it, but otherwise it's a kai 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 I'm serious. I'm serious. And then when it makes a cat noise, when it does that, it's like something that's not supposed to be there. You need to go. Yeah. See. So yeah. Then you um, know. Yeah. So, I like it. Yeah. We got we got 15 seconds, so we're gonna switch sure. to the FM as well. Okay. We'll kind of share. Kurt, you eating some candy over there? No, <laughs> candy for breakfast. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got five seconds. Here we go. Pops on Facebook to learn more. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have some special guests in studio. I believe it's PNP Productions. Yes, yeah, correct. So can you introduce yourselves and then let everybody know what you have going on? Um, I'm Paula Felder. I'm really the CEO and guest founder of PNP Productions. So it's just me. <laughs> and this is my daughter that's next to me. Hi, everybody. I'm Demita Felder. I'm her daughter. All right. I'm excited that you guys are here because y'all... Uh, do something different. We never talked about this before. Mm-hmm. So you're it's paralegal. Yeah. And can you explain if somebody is not familiar with, I guess, paralegal services, mm-hmm. what exactly does that entail? 
A paralegal is a person basically who she, he or she uh, is almost like a lawyer, but mm-hmm. the thing is, she he or she doesn't have that bar next to their name. So, but a paralegal is basically a person that can help you, like a pro C. She she can help you do that uh, that contract that uh, immigration is one of the top, one of the topics. They can help you do a whole lot of different things, but you do it yourself based on the state that you live in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so of course I do a lot of stuff out of Texas. So. What you're doing instead of, I would say, breaking, instead of going and breaking that bank, so to speak, you get your paralegal and he or she will do those contracts for you or that whatever services that you need. Uh, that's what they do. That's what we do. So you, you said not necessarily give advice, but can you do research? Like if I have yes. questions about, hey, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. legal wise, yes. man, because I've, I've looked before mm-hmm. and I don't understand it and trying mm-hmm. to find the laws and yeah. the rules. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. So for you, you're able to digest it, break it down, mm-hmm. and be like, this is what the law says. Exactly. Do with it what you need to do. That is correct. That's okay. basically it. That's what you, you we, we, we research it. Depends on what you're doing. Um, like, for example, I, let's say what the hottest topic right now is immigration. So I have done, let's uh, say, right at almost 20 cases with immigration, and I research it down and tell you what you need to do. Okay. Yeah. I draft your document for you. As I draft your document, then I tell you what it says according to to the immigration laws. Yeah, okay. immigration, that's probably, is it one of the most popular things people come to you for? Yeah, that's one of the most popular. My power attorneys, wheels will be next, um, and then credit repair. So uh, those are one of the main topics right now because everybody's trying to figure out how they can, you know, do immigration without, you know, spending a lot of money. And yeah. Going with a paralegal services, that is the best way. Cause, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not really familiar but like I know there's different kind of visas. So we were mm-hmm. just talking to Elson Barrera before and she said her her father, he was mm-hmm. 21 years old. Mm-hmm. He came here on a work visa. Mm-hmm. Uh came to work and you know got his stuff worked mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But like is it easy to get a visa for work or for school? What other kind of visas are there? Uh actually there matter of fact I just completed a visa about a couple months ago. I just completed a K1 which is a petition for alien fiance. I did a visa and it's really not that to me it was not that complicated at all. Mm-hmm. But you want you do the visa you want to make sure, like I run into a lot of customers, they, you have to go by what's on their passport. You have to go by what's there. You can't just add stuff there. <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. And you, it's, it's like, purely it's just like, like I said, being a lawyer, but you literally <coughs> have to tell your lawyer what's going on. You just have much to tell your paralegal what's going on yeah. in your business, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just, but it has to have your evidence. Of course, your passport, your driver's license and all that. So you have to have that and it has to go by that. Okay. So, and then you go ahead and where you at, you submit it to the county. Like I just did one out of Ecuador, okay, and so I'm not exactly sure what really happened in that detailed, uh, but everything was done correctly. Um, so I'm still working with that client as we speak. Mm-hmm. I just did a actually um, a petition for alien fiance for that exact same client that I'm working with right now. So I just did that. So basically, I sent it off to him. He's actually up in. Um, uh, Roma, Texas. So I just did that for him and sent it off. So he knows how much to pay and everything like huh. that. But we still got to work on getting that visa for her. Yeah. So I'm going to have to somehow communicate with Ecuador and find out what she really needs. Because you can't just say, um, you can't just deny it without, you know, documentation. Yeah. You got to have your evidence of why I was denied. Or you got to have that. And that's what I tell my customers all the time. You got to <clears throat> have those things. You know, it's expensive. It can be expensive yes, can. to become a citizen. And so yeah. what I'm understanding from you is 
you can find out the information, mm-hmm. at least like, hey, where to start? This is what you mm-hmm. need to do mm-hmm. from you as a peer, paralegal mm-hmm. service. And, you know, instead of, hey, you can find out that information from a lawyer. But yeah. I know I've, I've used some legal services mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, it's, you know, $250, $500 an hour. And it's going to be a minimum of, of this many hours. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, well, do I need to take out a small loan? Like, how am I going to do this? Now, you know, it's actually, a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. And that's where a lot of people <clears throat> get scared and they run away because, like, I can't afford this. Yeah. But see, me, I... Do everything on affordable level. <laughs> yeah, like that. I'm very affordable with my services. So if people want to know what how affordable it is, they give me a call. I do a 15 minute consultation, just like I do if I'm, you know, if I'm a lawyer. Uh, I do a 15 minute consultation. That's when I discuss the fees, what you have to have, what it entails, and you be you 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 would really have don't have to worry about. Oh my gosh, how I'm gonna do this? Yeah. You know? Basically. Awesome. And you're located here in Lamarck. Of course, right up right behind you. Uh, that's awesome. So what is it like having a business here in Lamarck? It's, I mean, honestly, I've been in business almost eight years. It's a little bit of a challenging situation because I do a lot. I do a lot of Facebook marketing. You've probably seen me. A lot of Facebook marketing, a lot of social media. I do a lot of that to get myself out there. So I do a lot of that too. So and then it, it really has. I've had like over twenty some people to come to me out of Houston. I'm just trying to expand myself. That's the goal mm-hmm. here is to expand myself, let people know this is what you can do and this so forth. And a lot of stuff can be done remotely, which is that I do. Like I just said, this guy's in Roma, Texas, so I did that immigration remotely. How would they find you? Did they find you on social media? Like how did he, that gentleman get connected how with you? How he found me basically was uh, through another forum, and basically. Uh, he found out a little bit more about my services, and then went from there. But really, Facebook is a lot of my a lot of my clientele. I would say my Google page is the first because I am on Google. You do Google me, look up notary near me, and then you can find out. You read all about my services. I have a website as well. Yes. www.pmpproductions.comcastbiz.net. You can read all about my services right there. And once you do that, then you know that's how people learn about me. So too. yeah, you you uh, you mentioned so with your paralegal services. Mm-hmm. One of the most popular is the immigration, mm-hmm. and then you kind of you named a couple others, but I, uh, what are those again? Uh, would be uh, my credit repair would be the next popular one. Uh, it's the next most popular one. Um, power attorney would be next. Anything dealing with contracts, wills. Yeah, mm-hmm. wills. Yeah, wills. Power attorney is my wills is like the <laughs> like that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, contracts. You know, I was just <clears> saying <throat> earlier. You know, a lot of people go and they buy a car. And next thing they know, <clears throat> excuse me, next thing they know that that car is not for somebody. So, it, you know, I teach you to do it, the you know, the legal way, okay? Go buy a car, be like, oh, this car ain't belongs to that person. Get it a contract. Oh, okay, Write okay. a contract for it, you know. Keep in mind, I am working on my master's degree in legal studies. So. All right. <laughs> so, I learned a lot at Purdue University. Um, so, with that being said, get that, get it on writing. You have to get everything. Nowadays, everything has to be done in writing. That's mm-hmm. one thing. When it's in writing, then you have a leg to stand. I tell my customers that's your evidence. Okay, so when you go to go to a small claims court or when you go to the judge, you got your evidence. There it is. That's the main thing. Okay, Kurt, we had uh, we had talked to a lawyer the other day, and mm-hmm. I was mentioning how Kurt kept trying to leave a will and write me mm-hmm. in for like all the trash in his life. And I was like, I don't know if this is. I'm legal. leaving all my debt for for guardian. <laughs> wow. I wrote that in my will, right? Like, then if if that's the case, then he has to pay all my debt, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think it's legal because they said that it's a thing where I have to say like, no, I politely decline. You know, this yeah. gift. Uh, I'm gonna pass this on to Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> you start out life the right way. <laughs> Ethan gets my Jeep Compass, so he gets pretty good. Yeah. Ethan, do you want that? <laughs> do you want? 
I'm gonna sell it to a junker. Are you eating the start? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow! Y'all brought candy. Y'all brought a little goodie over yeah, here. I was just gonna I say, did. this is I the did. greatest idea ever. Like, I need to like, and like, we need to give our business cards That's that awesome. are out of focus with like starbursts. <laughs> That's yes, a good idea. She loves candy. I That's love why. candy. That's my new. He uh, he got he's holding on one of my promotion cups. I'm getting ready to do. I got my fingers crossed. I may be out with the. We have reality of wrestling on April the thirteenth. All right. To that. <laughs> we we partner with reality. Yeah, of wrestling. I know. I see y'all all the time. I love wrestling. Do you want us to put a word in for book with Booker? Please do, because I'm looking forward to meeting him. <laughs> it yeah. was so much fun. We we interviewed him. We dropped that yeah. video on Friday. We yeah. dropped that video. It, it was featured on I-45 now. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was it cool was. to interview Booker T. <laughs> I was a little scared at first, but he's actually a really good guy. Really, he's very humble. Yeah, I saw humble guy. <laughs> well, he's like a he's like a legend. He's a superstar, of course. and he's right here. And it's Ooh, it's awesome. crazy just how big he is. But he comes in there and he's like, "Well, I'm just trying to you know help the community." Just very humble yes. guy on and the camera, off need. camera. So and cool. That's and you know honestly, that's what we need in Lamar. We need I I told uh, one of his managers that basically that's what we need. We need somebody to help the community because this community does need help, and that's one thing. I mm-hmm. mean. Was jobs and of course having Booker T is totally awesome. Right? Yeah. Net here and I, I I I hope they stay. I hope. They yeah. Do. I really do. Yeah. I mean that's awesome revenues to bring in the city, getting people from from different places to come here as well. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, um, you mentioned this this community needs help. You know, yeah. we can always use help. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's like crisis situations that happen, of and that's whenever people want to help but it's like not even just crisis we need to try and reach out to our own community mm-hmm. you know all the time mm-hmm. so we actually have a community baby shower this saturday and so anybody who is expecting or, or pregnant and you you know just want to come and participate yeah. you can yeah. sign up go to alcc.org you can click on the link and you will be able to sign up we're going to try and bless Anybody, you know, you don't have to be a member of the church. You don't have to listen to KHEA radio. You just have to be pregnant. That's the that's the only requirement. You can show up. Yeah. We're trying to get you a diaper bag, some yeah, diapers, plus, maybe some yeah. some formula, yeah. just something, you know, to yeah. say, hey, we love you. Exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. I believe in that too. Yeah. I, I strongly believe in that. And bringing jobs back to the community. Man, that's that, important. Yeah. I got a new venture going on pretty soon. Got my fingers crossed for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a new. Um, I'm gonna be helping someone open up a restaurant called K and G's, K and D's Chicken and More. Ooh. Hey, yes. Lam- in Lamarck. Yes, right. Uh, it's gonna be in Texas City, okay. right there where the old uh, Chicken Plus used to be. Yes. Yes, I'm helping her. You know, for me, I almost feel like it's Lamarck is like West Texas City, but it's since it's on yeah, the north yeah, side of the yeah, road. Yeah. 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 Wait, oh, which yeah. the most confusing Chicken Plus? Thing ever. No, no. It's yeah, like, where yeah, Chicken Plus, where chicken used, plus to be. used to be. Where? Yeah, where? we we've eaten there. It was Chicken Plus was good. I enjoyed it. Well, this time it's gonna even be better. I, that counts I'm as excited. Texas City? Yeah, it's, it's West right Texas there. City. It's on the north side. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's over there by that donut shop. That, yeah. that, that donut yeah. shop. Uh-huh. I love that donut shop. Oh, yeah. But, well, we're going to have K&G's chicken, chicken and more. You're going to love it. And then this lady is totally, she's totally awesome. Yeah. It's her food going to be just like it was, just a little bit different. And we're going to be bringing jobs to the community. And that's, that's important. That's important. Yeah. So important. Yeah, we encourage businesses. Cons- yeah. Consider Lamarck. You know, this mm-hmm. area is is starting to really grow. Yeah. Houses are just mm-hmm. being thrown up. Yeah. And there's some beautification mm-hmm. things that are taking place. The mm-hmm. city of Lamarck and the um, the the staff there, they've mm-hmm. been great. So we've been doing something called Shine on Lamarck. We're actually releasing one this mm-hmm. afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it's on Gulfway Plaza, which is the, you know, Boot Kickers Bingo. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Barcinas, and there's a bunch of other restaurants right there. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Uh, it's 10:21. We have about nine minutes left. Keep talking about PNP Productions. What else do you think Lamarck has room for? You know, we talk about hey, we're gonna have some more chicken. You know, chicken <laughs> over there in the area where there used to be a spot, and there's been a need because we like to eat at locally owned places yeah, whenever course, we can. What else is there a need for? It doesn't have to just be in a rest- restaurant industry. I- I'm gonna say we're in need for just more. Something for the kids. Yeah, something Something for the kids would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've I've been brainstorming. I actually went with my father the other night, and there were two kids, and I was like, what do you like to do? They was like, there's really nothing to do. And I was like, boys and girls club. There's no boys and girls club. There isn't. And I was born in the 90s, so Mm -hmm. I didn't went Mm -hmm. to the boys and girls club here in Tech City or Lamarck. And I had fun. Yeah. And that, that keeps kids off the street. That keeps them out of jail. That gives them like, hey, I can do something with my life besides what am I what am I doing right now? Or do I see? They can go to any different college they choose to. Mm-hmm. That gives them hope. Yeah. And seeing the kids, they don't have any hope or they like, it's nothing better. It hurts my heart because I'm like, they don't have the same opportunities I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who, I and I have my we own talk kids. To? And I, I want them to have the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I strive more, for More and best. even more, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. the sky, they said the sky is the limit. But mm-hmm. there's stuff past the sky. Yeah. You got moons, you have planets. <laughs> so I don't tell my kids the sky is the limit. I'd be like, you can dream bigger than the sky. Yeah. So I would say give something for the kids. Like I said, if I opened up something, I would do it for the kids. Mm-hmm. I would have a kids game night mm-hmm. where they come in and play playstation yeah. xbox even like i'll probably get people from the church to come in and do ministries where the kids can't get to sometimes mm-hmm. you know the kids are too afraid or my parents won't let me or sometimes it's just the parents yeah, yeah. there is actually word of a, a boys and girls club trying to relaunch okay. who is it that we were talking to do you remember maybe i saw it in an email um but that is something that they're actually going to be doing right here in Galveston County because that Ooh. this exact conversation we had, they said there isn't one, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that. I think we were in, when we were talking to the United Way, maybe that's where it came up. But yes, yeah. So that's, that's going to be hopefully starting soon, and anything good, that we awesome. can do to help get the word out, yeah, yeah we're going to do that. Most definitely. Um, you know, something else that that I had an idea for, and you know, tossing this around with some <laughs> people from the city and mm-hmm. talking to some banks and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I have. I had a thought and I saw actually somebody do this and it's funny where I saw it and I'll share that later on, Mm -hmm. you know, another day. Mm -hmm. But there's kids out there who don't aren't exposed to like, hey, how do you save money? Like, you know, do you have a bank account? Mm -hmm. How do you start a bank account? Mm -hmm. Is a bank account important? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, talking to Kurt, I was like, man, man, we should do something where we try and get 100, you know, kids in Lamarck, you know, as long as they're Mm -hmm. old enough Mm -hmm. to open a bank account and then we can maybe get some sponsors so that way they have something to start and then they can have something towards a goal like do you want to be an entrepreneur one day do you have a plan to go to college one day do you want to be able to have your own car that you buy one day this is how you do it this is a plan how you can save this is how you can start get you know the wheels turning so that way you know and i was thinking about like even if one kid if you you know, let's say it doesn't work, only one kid ends up using that money and they go to college and they do something amazing then it's worth it but i think those kids I know the kids in the community are great. Yeah. Sometimes if they just need to know, they need yeah. to know, how do you do this? How do you save? Yeah. You know, 
Is that important? Is there? Can I do investment accounts? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid. So we reached out to a couple of local banks. We reached out to uh, some people from the city. We're waiting on some yeah. things, and that's something I that I hope that we can do. That yeah, that'd be awesome. Here. Teach them how to to save. Even myself, I have a, my granddaughter. I teach her how to save. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that's a that's an awesome idea. I think mm-hmm. that'd be great. To reach out to them, teach them how to do that. Yep. Super excited about everything that's happening here in Lamarck. Yeah. Uh, we're dropping a shine on Lamarck video today uh, about Gulfway Plaza so make sure that you tune in to our Facebook page later sure, today sure. to catch that video. Have you seen video. any of those? Any of the Shine on Lamarck's that we've done? Yeah, I think you did Mama Francis. We did Mama Francis uh, last about oh, Mama two weeks ago. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, oh, I would a little bit. I'm guessing you've been have you been there before? Yeah, I, I, matter of fact when she first opened, she probably she remember me too. Um, I did uh, some business, a little bit of business with her. Yeah. So, mm-hmm, yeah. I remember when they opened too. Man, it's been it's been a while now. They've been doing it for a bit. I think it's like almost eight years now. But it's Mama Francis, I, I, you know what? I'm probably wrong, but it's been it's been a while. It's been yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, She's still there. Yeah, they uh, five years, isn't it? Maybe it was around. Yeah, I'm gonna five say years. five years. Five years. Yeah, I'm gonna say five years too. On Yelp, they got rated as one of the top 100 restaurants in Texas. Good. Number 40. They were number 40. It Not was 41. 4D. That's right. <laughs> right on the right on the dot. Yeah. <laughs> Them and Cat's Barbecue were the only local restaurants in Texas that so it was in Santa Fe and Lamarck, Texas, mm-hmm. representing for our area here in the, the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Um every everywhere else was either like in the Houston area or just like other places in the state. So shout really? out to them. Yeah. Go check out Mama Francis. Actually I got a five star rating on Google too. Oh there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> go, look, go look it up. All you do is go to P and P Productions, got a five star rating out there too. It's like that's what I see. I I can't I do all that too. Yeah. Keep up with all that. Yeah. Again, yeah. Let's share already. a bit because we have about about three minutes yeah. left. Share, you know, how somebody can find you, maybe phone number, the services yeah. you offer. Basically, you phone my, uh, of course, um, I'm on Duro right there by the high school, 404 Durox Road, Suite A. My phone number is 409-229-1530. Like I said, my services uh, basically are paralegal services. Uh, basically, uh, like I said, uh, immigration power attorneys uh taxation i do taxes uh uh that's important this time of year taxes you know it <laughs> yeah we encourage yeah. people to start businesses but hey i'm encouraging you to do your taxes yes. too because that's important yes. yeah uh name changes uh anything dealing with uh travel uh, things like that that's one of the main things. and i do other services you know contracts yeah. and things like that yeah so awesome. i'm a notary and don't forget i'm a notary too as well so yeah you want those documents notarized and legalized the right way then that's me yeah and then i'm gonna make sure that the laws apply to the to your state that's one thing i make sure all the laws apply because the they're all different everywhere yeah louisiana is different oh yeah you they go, got common law you gotta be yeah you got that common law coming into play yeah but certain states like right now i'm working with some states out of i got some issues pending out of um tennessee tennessee kansas and Illinois, and I have a couple things going up. And no, when you mentioned common law, it made mm-hmm. me think of common law marriage. That's the first thing that came to, <laughs> came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing, too. That's yeah. A that's a tricky thing. thing. When you said common law, were you talking about, hey, common laws like here in Louisiana, or were you talking about common law marriage? Common, common law marriage. Okay. Really, okay. Uh, I work with my one of my classmates, and I mean, her go back and forth, you know, because she lives in Louisiana and everything like that. So we talk about those kind of things, like common law marriage. We, we I don't. Apparently, this gay necessarily touch that anything that's uncontested. That's what we touch, but uh, common law is one of the things. But it's a lot of stuff that's there that can apply, like a contract or a parenting agreement. Those things can can apply there. Yeah. In the state. 
Mm-hmm. We've All got right. those dates. Is there anything else you'd like to share while you're here today? You know what? That's about it. <laughs> I, just, I, this little, I was a little nervous, but I'm fine. You did great. <laughs> Thank you so much. I told her, pretend that she's Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> that is all you need. Wait, you're not Beyonce? <laughs> no, she's not you were. I was just telling when I interviewed That's what I use myself when I get nervous. I say, it's pretending I'm Beyonce. And it just all goes away. I'm like, I'm going to have to try that. I do. I was pretty like okay wait, let, me, let me pretend I'm at home I'm talking to a class yeah, <laughs> she's the most confident person I know so I use her and I just go on mode and I'm like hi this not like, everything's fine this is me. the first time I've ever been on a radio show and everything so I'm like a little nervous like oh my god she got it you did great you did fantastic thank you well thank so, you all for joining us today you. right now it is 10:30. this is KHEA radio 99.5 FM Hey, so, Guardy, I have to say this before we go off the FM here. Say it. So, our intern, Ethan, kind of made a mistake. Okay. He kind of jumped the gun a little bit. We picked the winners of the Petrified Eyelash Did he tag them and post it? Uh, yeah, check check our bottom post there. Congrat! Oh, breaks <laughs> my heart, Ethan. I, so, I look over and he's Ethan. like, he's like, he's oh. like <laughs> and I was like, no. Ethan, what are you doing? So, since they're already posted on... Uh, the the video there for Facebook. So if you're watching, we're just going to announce the names here of the winners of the Petrified Eyelash Studio. So if you're listening on the FM 99.5 FM or KHEARadio.com, here are the winners of the Petrified Eyelash Studios. The winners are Kaylee Gates, Holly Johnson, and Becca Sibbit. Is that how you say that? Cybit. Cybu. I don't know. S I B I T. Congratulations. Hey, reach out to us. And the order that you reach out to us is going to be who gets to pick which service. And so we're going to be able to monitor that. Yeah, you can text us or call us at 346-704-1806, 346-704-1806. You know, while we're on this topic really fast of this giveaway, we're going to be a dropping another video tomorrow morning for Crawfish mm. from Fa Bon Me Bistro and Grill. Make sure that you tune in. Because you have a chance to win three dozen crawfish. Let's go. Bob on me. So. KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Thank you for joining you. us. All right, all right. Hopefully, we'll see you with, uh, with Booker, with, with the legend, too. There you go. <laughs> if you're watching nice on our Facebook you. page, coming up next, we're going to have uh, Peak Performance Warehouse in studio. They are a fitness gym. Uh, on 528 in Friendswood. So I'm super excited to be talking fitness. I might be doing some sit-ups today. Ooh, okay, Kurt, you're going to be showing off your core strength and showing off your, your physical ability. There is some ability. core strength here. What's up? Hey, behind, put it behind. Perfect, Ethan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, your hands are full. I'll shake your hands. My name's Gardy. Hey, Ross. Jeremy. Jeremy. Ross. Ross, why are you huge? You're huge. How tall are you? I'm Six five. Guardy. Guardy. Nathan, nice to meet you. Nathan. I feel like I need to sit here and do some crunches. He's gonna start to show off like his physical strength and, and ability. I like it. I like it. So I hope that's okay because that's just the kind of <laughs> just kind of person he is. I need four. I'm done. I'm done. It's all the inspiring people to move. That's all that matters. It is, isn't it? So I might do some push-ups next. I might uh, get out of control here in a little bit. <laughs> hey, can you pan that camera so that I can I got get you. everybody in the shot? Tell me, is that good? Uh, left, left, left. Keep going, keep going. Right there, perfect. So this is inside of a church. Yes, that's awesome. So yeah, 
<laughs> We're 99.5 FM. We stream on KHEARadio.com. We are a ministry of the church, but what we do is we like to focus on the community, things that are going on, uh, anything that's positive, you know, nonprofits, local business owners, people that are doing cool things in the community. So, And we also talk about, you know, church church events, and we have we have a ton of events that we do with the church. Like we're having a community baby shower this Saturday. So anybody who, uh, if y'all know anybody who's expecting or is pregnant, we're trying to give away a ton of stuff like diapers and formula, just anything really. But sure. that's the kind of stuff that we we like to do. So again, it's it's peak performance warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. There's a peak performance in our backyard too. You know that, right? But like, they're not a gym. They're not a gym. It's chiropractor, like warehouse. Like yeah. Gardner's like. It's yeah. not in friends. What is in our backyard? No. I, I think a, there's a speed shop too, like a like a car place too. Um, that's cool. So, so it's important to add the warehouse in there uh, to differentiate ourselves from everyone else. Yeah, we went to Peak Performance. Well, I've I've had some of the chiropractic service done there, and then they they strapped me up to this uh, uh, a machine like on my back. Look, where are you yeah. hurt? You know, it kind of does like the, the and it feels good. Oh, yeah. So what we did, and it had this idea. Have you ever seen those birth pain simulation oh videos? Oh my gosh, you're gonna bring this up. So I was like, hey. This is kind of what they do. They just put it strategically on a guy. So we had Kurt do it a couple times, and we put it on Facebook Live. It was, the, it was maybe one of the best days of my life. So simulate contractions. Oh, yeah. So it was just like, okay, we did like two minutes, and he's like, ah. Like he's, yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> no, it's the worst. It's literally the worst pain. You're literally being electrocuted. It was the worst. Well, because at first he was like, child labor's not that bad. You know, everybody was like, you're a fool. You're a fool. I was like, no, having having a kidney stone is worse. I've had, oh. I've had, I've had yeah. And they're like, all the ladies were like, nah. I've had kidney stones. It's very, very, very terrible. That's yeah, both, both are bad, but I don't know. You can't, I don't know. Anyway. At least but, you get to hold a child at the end. That's true. Yeah. Whenever he, well, he got done with the contraction, somebody had brought him a push present, which we found out was a thing like, "Congratulations <laughs> oh. on your new baby," you know, right, and they yeah, brought him yeah. a blanket and stuff. But so, Peak Performance Warehouse, located in Friendswood, uh, um, this is a, a gym. What kind of stuff do y'all offer there? Um, pretty much, we offer strength and conditioning in the group settings. Okay, um, with variety of movements uh, and workouts. Um, you know, different level, different uh, from basic, fundamental. We'll go through people with assessment, fitness assessment, figure out their baseline. And then from there, we just kind of build them up. Okay, cool. So it's pretty much designed for, uh, in most cases, uh, everybody. Mm -hmm. Because we have a client as old as a a 64-year-old lady. And she's good to go, huh? Oh, she's... We we have Miss Kathy, right? She was 74, but... she has some uh, heart issues already, so but she—I mean, she was there for a few years. Were you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are y'all's backgrounds? Um, so my personal background is fitness, uh, marketing, sales, uh, with Twenty Four Fitness for thirteen years, and then uh, uh, um, and then from there, you know, you learn so much, you just kind of branched off yourself, and mm-hmm. and you can do more because in the corporate settings, mm-hmm. you're kind of limited on what you can do and what you can't do, uh, whereas this way, uh, you can pretty much do. Network with boot camp guys, network with these guys together to offer more in the community instead of just kind of, you know, uh, uh, everything's taped up and lined up. And in, in, in a, in a... I have a very serious question. Here we go. Do you know which way it was to the gym? Was it this way? <laughs> or was it that way? <laughs> I you take that. off the jacket. Yeah. 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 Take off the jacket. Show them what you got. See if y'all can. Oh, uh, man. Oh, oh, man. man yeah. Yeah. This guy right here. Look at that. I Let's love the that. lighting in here. I, we haven't added more lighting because when I flex the, the, the shadow. shadow. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Because this, yeah, this bicep's really not that big, I promise. 
That's awesome. Wait, I got to yeah. do it where the audience can see it in the camera. <laughs> I like it like moving back, it's like moving back and forth. Like, oh. <laughs> Quivering. That's pretty good. Yeah, the, the quiver. So is y'all's background Russ, in fitness as well? Have yeah, y'all always in, been doing training? Athletics. Uh, we're get, Right now, we're, we're getting ready to start um, really get heavy into athletic athletics. training for the next Till, till football starts, basically. Yeah. So a lot of the kids uh, will have coming in uh, over the summertime, uh, pretty much from spring, the end of spring break until, you know, mid-August. Uh, and we'll have, you know, 40, 50 kids in there over the summertime getting ready for, for football, basically. Yeah. Have you um, considered a career in professional wrestling? Because you are massive. <laughs> have you considered this? Have you so have I, you pursued it already? I used to play football, obviously, and then I did uh, strongman. Um, you know, they pick up, like, the big Atlas Stones and things yes. like that. Yes. So. I did that for a long time, and my body's pretty much broken down now. So yeah, so, so we yeah we really partner hard. with Reality Wrestling uh, Booker, Booker T. T. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and saw so, that on y'all's Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, we do a lot of stuff with him, and yeah. I'm just looking at and you. Can, and one thing we've learned is you cannot teach size. Uh, for sure. And yeah. I shook your hand, and, and I was like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is your massive hand. Like, I, I just want to sit here and like, how tall are you? Pump iron the whole time I'm talking to him. Like I'm uh, six five. So does this yeah. does this change the Kurtz throw away? Like I feel like he could probably throw me further than Booker T can well, throw me. I, I, well, Booker's a big man too, but you are you are bigger than Booker. Book, yeah. Booker's about like six three. Yeah, he, you know. He, I used to work out at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. I would see him up there all the time. You know, mm-hmm. Twenty Four. So Did you just I, stare when, him down? Like, <laughs> bro, whenever I do you even strong, lift? Man, I was about three seventy five. That's how much I weighed. About three seventy five. What are you so, at right now? Two eighty or so. Two ninety. Sort of yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> that's pretty pure for me, muscle. So. He's like. Pure muscle. No, not two seventy. That's, that's pretty comfortable. I stay there pretty comfortably. So. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever you're training for, well, we got 16 seconds. I'm gonna go on, and I may well just wait to ask this question. Sure. But I'm sure, whenever you train for like a strongman competition, and then whenever you're training like in a group setting, and oh it's God. it's different things that go into it. But uh, we can we'll get into all that. Here we go. You okay? Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we are going to be talking to Peak Performance Warehouse today. They're located in Friendswood off of 528. We're going to find out all the things that they have to offer uh, and you know why you should go check them out. Yeah, I'm super excited about this interview because this is... I love talking about fitness. Usually it's fitness whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> but today it's a little different. Yeah, so fitness is important. I never get tired of that joke, by the way. Fitness is important because we're in like the selfie generation. People right. are on Facebook, they're on Instagram, and and you just have to. You know, people are gonna wonder if you fell off. You got these reunions. It was like my 15th year from graduating. I was like, I gotta, I can't be fat. What's going on? So, you can help people. You know, be in shape, stay in shape. Do y'all help with like eating, eating plans? Like, what all goes into what y'all, what y'all do? All right. So the basic fundamentals that we break down is real simple. Five steps to fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So the oh. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> so the first two main things. He's are so students. strong. He just <laughs> killed our mind. What? This is good so, video. <laughs> this is good video. So, wow. Kurt, can you help him out? So next. Here, so I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Right. So you were mentioning a little bit about your background. Right. You have a background whenever it comes to like strongman competitions. You played. You played football as well. How did that go? Like, well. I guess in regards to, let's talk about the strongman thing for a second. Okay. So the, the average person that comes in the gym, we're not going to just say, all right, you're going to start strongman training, right? So uh, most people, we're going to build a foundation <laughs> for it, for fitness, right? Okay. Moving better, feeling better, uh, looking better is always a uh, you know, very important to people, but but feeling better and moving better, being healthier on the inside uh, and, and is, is the most important. Uh, you know, quality of life, 
as you get older, right, would be the most important thing. Um, and being able to move, you know, not being uh, having any, any disabilities uh, as you get older is super important. Mm-hmm. Being strong, having good bone density, uh, cardiovascular health is, is the most important. Everybody wants to look better, and that's mm-hmm. the typical, right? I want bigger arms. I want better abs, right? But uh, but the most important things are are feeling better um, and being able to function and, and move as you get older. Yeah. yeah goodness. I know. So so myself, I'm 33 years old, and one of the reasons I want to try and stay active is because whenever I am 70, 80, hopefully 90, sure. 125 years old, right, I want to be able to enjoy my later years of life, go to the store, drive myself, and, and not just be like hunched over. Mm-hmm. Is that important? Like you use it or you lose it? Is that kind of how that uh, goes? I mean, I'll kind of pick like this. Uh, so one thing about uh, me and Ross are both fathers. So we both got kids that mm-hmm. <laughs> run around and are active. So that's kind of one of my moment one of my main motivations is be able to keep up with my three-year-old daughter uh she wants to go to the playground she got energy for days so uh the working out helps your energy levels uh you know it kind of helps me become a better father because i have more energy uh when i kind of get that workout out of the way you get that endorphin rush and then uh once i get my two-hour workout i'm good to go for the rest of the day so i'm actually have more energy after workout than the days I take off. Yeah, you start yours like first thing in the morning. That's pretty much how you start your day for the uh, most part. For me, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a. I'm a semi early riser. These guys are up at like 4 a.m. So I usually come early. in about uh, seven, <laughs> yeah seven or eight. So I usually work out in the middle of the day. So our gym, uh, typically we work out when people are at work. That's kind of how our schedules work. We train yes. when people are you know either early in the morning or usually uh, late afternoon. Uh, so. Uh, we usually train in the middle of the day, so we've all kind of started training together, and it's been awesome uh, being with guys that not only, you know, preach the lifestyle we live in. So I feel like it's a lot easier to teach when you yourself uh, work out and train. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to sell something that you do. Uh, and for all of us, man, it's, it's been awesome working with these guys, uh, the way we push each other and uh, help each other get better day yeah, by day. Yeah, I saw somebody the other day, and they're a trainer as well. They ha- they have a, a gym, and they focus on fitness. They said, hey, why would I ask somebody to do something I've never done? You know, why would I ask you to do, a, you know, a fast or, like, cut out your carbs or why do 500 push-ups? You know, they listed a whole thing. Why would you go to somebody who hasn't done it, who hasn't lived it, who, who hasn't, you know— Known what you, know what you're going through whenever you ask someone, and that's that's important, isn't it? Mm, it's huge. Um, like I said, my biggest thing is, or, or our philosophy is, you know, don't succumb to what's normal. You know, everybody says as you get older, you should deteriorate, you should get worse, and kind of let yourself go. You know, the dad bod. So, you know, our biggest thing is let's change that. Uh, let's make it normal to be healthy. Your kids are gonna follow what you do. Uh, so our biggest thing is uh, it starts with your, your parents first. When the kids see mom and dad working out, eating healthy, guess what? They're going to do that. I have a three-year-old, so I'm a, you know, we see that every day with our kids. They're sponges. Uh, so just trying to make, uh, for us, is making it the, uh, when they come work out, making it enjoyable. You know, yeah. it's not a my way or the highway type program. We try to meet all of our clients where they are. We don't care if you're, you know, 60 or 60. You know, we're going to treat you accordingly. We're not going to come in, like I said, bash you over the head with some crazy workout where you can't walk for three days because you're not going to want to come back. <laughs> uh, so I think I think we have a lot of experience being able to uh, modify things, progress or regress clients based upon where they are and make sure that it's a very family-friendly environment to where the whole family can grow 
and uh, live a healthier lifestyle. I'm so glad you said <laughs> that you don't want us to, to not be able to walk. <laughs> so one time I did a, a body pump class or something like that, and it was two days later I got pulled over for like a missing license. <laughs> and for some reason the, the officer thought that I was drunk or something. Yeah. I don't understand because uh, I'm missing the taillights. So he's like, get out. I need to do some like testing. I'm like, okay, you know. Barely walk. So I, can, I get out and I can barely walk. I can't even feel my legs. And I start doing all I can't stand on one leg and touch my nose and, <laughs> you know, go from like 30 to 60. Like, there's no way I can do that. Like, I don't think I could do that, you know, even without the body pump. Yeah, he goes, you, you clearly are showing signs of intoxication. Like, I have not had a single drop. Like, Literally the body pump class, and he's like, "We'll take a breathalyzer." I'm like, "I'll take a breathalyzer." Like, let's go. Blue triple zeros, and he goes. The officer goes, "Oh, you were telling the truth about the body pump class." Like, yes. Just always have a sweaty gym bag. Like next, you'll be like, "I just came from the gym." Like no matter where you're going, just always have it there. I don't understand. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. So I'm glad you say that because I never want to have that experience again in my life where I can't walk. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we all got. I mean, me and Ross have been doing this for. I think 14 years for you, almost 10 for me. Uh, like I said, Nate just came on, but this guy's awesome. So, like I said, that's that's one of our biggest uh, things we always talk about is just making sure that the client enjoys the experience and wants to right. come back. And like I said, we've all kind of been there, done that. So it's like, hey, it's, this is not our job to kill you. Our job is to help, you know, kind of build you up. And like I said, we'll take the necessary steps to do that. Yeah, got to work it into your to your lifestyle. That's sure. that's the other thing because people and people are busy, but. I think you have to make it a priority for yourself, like, and find that motivation, whether it's your family, you know, whenever you get older, hey, I want to be able to enjoy life and, and find that why. Is that something y'all can help people do? Like, find find your reason. So we're not <clears throat> we're not a major, humongous gym, right? We're about 5,500 square feet, okay? But one thing we've tried to do is offer people as many options as possible. So when you come at, say, 5 p.m., uh, we have an adult option, uh, whether it be boot camp or a, a cross fitness style class we teach. Um, we also have kids classes going on at the same time. So what we try to do is be like a one-stop shop for your entire family, right? So we want you to be able to, uh, mom, dad, two kids can all work out within the same hour mm -hmm. and, and then go about their day. <clears throat> so With the kids classes, what age are they able to participate? They, they start them off, we have kids MMA. Uh, and I, when I say MMA, it's more of an MMA fitness class. So they work on a lot of, for four to seven-year-olds. So they start off at four years old, my son does it. Um, so they start as early on balance, footwork, uh, following directions which is big, probably the yeah, biggest, it's biggest obstacle kids, yeah. uh, out of all of them so uh, yeah that's a fantastic class too so uh, you know, you'll have a mom drops her kid off at the class the kid goes across the gym does their MMA for an hour and the mom does her workout hop back in the car and go home together and so. uh, the good thing about the MMA <laughs> class is it's actually taught by a professional MMA fighter so Charles Cheeks he's a Hmm. One of our guys, and he's a professional, so he's uh, awesome with the kids. He's a former school teacher, so the class is very organized, very structured. The kids learn a lot. Yeah, again, uh, so it's awesome. You know, going somewhere where somebody's done it and they've lived it at the highest level is different than going, you know, somewhere where it's just like, oh yeah, we can train. You know, I train. You know, or I don't know. We we have a we have a few former professional athletes that uh, teach our athletic classes. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy is in the head, like the head of our athletic program, uh, and then we have. Uh, Trey Watts played for the St. Louis Rams. He does a lot of our speed and agility. Uh, and then Caleb Hawkins uh, played 
college football. He, he does oh. does it as well. Do we know Caleb? Yeah. Okay, Caleb yeah. Solomon. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yep. that's yep. awesome. He's yeah. our uh, and then last night we went to watch the Rockets and T Wolves because one of our clients plays for the T Wolves right now, uh, Cam Reynolds. So that was pretty fun getting to see him. He worked out with us all summer, and then last night he, he got to play on the the biggest stage possible, right? Yeah. In the NBA. So are y'all Rockets fans? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But you got to well, you got to root. Uh, I am a Rockets kinda. fan. Uh, Do you root for your guy? I mean, you got to root for your guy. Oh yeah, that sure. yeah, we, yeah, we, we were pulling like, for him. Are you, like, are you not a Rockets score? Well, I'm from I'm originally from don't California. Tell, don't tell me. <laughs> so so okay. There's 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 several options, right? I, yeah. Don't let it be. The, where, what part of California? So I was born in Pasadena. So I'm like a humongous Kobe Bryant fan. Okay. But uh, <laughs> since he retired, I haven't I haven't uh, figured out what I'm gonna do yet. <laughs> you, yeah. you just times got, are you tough got LeBron and back. So see, I grew up in an era when you had to pick Kobe or LeBron. So right. I rode with Kobe. So now LeBron, so, so I'm kind of heartbroken. And then we're not in the playoffs. So. <laughs> I'm just kind of floating right now. You know, so. people, yeah, it, there was some unrealistic, unrealistic expectations because they're like, hey, they're signing, you know, uh, you know, JaVale McGee. Yeah. They're they're signing, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of what's his name. It was the number two pick with Derrick Rose. Uh, he slipped my mind. They traded him yeah. to, like, uh, yeah, but it's just like, no, that's not that's not it. Yeah, it's not. That's not Lance Stevenson, you yeah. got, they, they got the, they got a whole the, bunch the, of the Misfit squad, yeah, you know, put it together. Then the young guys get hurt. Put together, so. I'm I a big Rockets fan. Do it, but that's neither yeah. <laughs> Dang. Shots fired. Hopefully LeBron's not listening. Hopefully he is. LeBron James just shut down KHGA right now. <laughs> <laughs> so focusing on on uh, student athletes and people who want to come and train, that's huge. Like, I'm guessing like in summer and, and on weekends, y'all will be able to specialize with them, right? Definitely. Uh, so our athletic program uh, is, is pretty awesome. We have we take a three-phase approach with all of our athletes. When they first come in, we test them and see where they are, mm-hmm. and then we kind of build a program based on that. So uh, over the years, our biggest thing is we kind of like a data-driven program. So we want to be able to tell a parent, hey, your child started here. Six weeks later, they're here. Um, you know, kids like seeing that. We love seeing that. Uh, our biggest joy is when our kids are successful. You know, one big thing we're big on is the mental side of, of training. Uh, being former athletes ourselves, uh, we kind of understand the demands of the sport. We understand the demands of your coaches, parents. You have school, so you have all these different pressures. Uh, and then sometimes it's confidence issues. So our biggest thing is make sure our kids and guys are mentally strong. Uh, we want to make sure it's a place that when they come in, we're constantly building them up. Uh, you know, we try to minimize a lot of the joking and the negative talk. Uh, our biggest thing is when our guys come in, this has to be a safe haven for them. They know their coaches are going to uplift them and build them up. So. Uh, it's been awesome, you know, just seeing the different groups of high school guys, college guys, and just kind of seeing the progression of them. You know, they come back, you know, uh, after their season, and they can't wait to train with you. So uh, that's a testament to the staff we have, you know, the, the gym and facility we build in our philosophy. So yeah. that's what we're big on. Are the, the student athletes that, that come, whether they're in college or high school, or even I guess you all have pros too, but those, those younger ones, are they mainly in that Friendswood area that they come? Uh, are they from where? Our, our gym is – pretty conveniently located like we're only about a mile and a half from 45 so we really feed a lot from webster clear lake friendswood uh league city uh you know we're not we're not like into friendswood I, my old gym was like into friendswood across from like perry's right there in the mm-hmm. middle of friendswood right so this new facility we have is, is is a lot closer to 45 so we're able to pull from clear springs clear, Clearbrook, uh you know uh, other high schools other than just friendswood high school yeah, uh, junior high. We got so. a lot of kids from Dobie last summer, also, so it's not too far from Dobie High School, even. Yeah, you know, I have it worked out. 
I went. I went and did a yoga. Y'all may class. not know this, or you may not be able <laughs> to tell. A yoga class this is what like peak performance week. looks like <laughs> this in <is>. the flesh. <laughs> in radio, the last time we went and worked out, we we went and had abuelos, right? Yep. Like we <laughs> went in Mexican workout food. Meal. No, pre. No, pre. Oh, yeah. this was so we did this. We, we went and ate abuelos. <laughs> then we went to Sanctuary Gym and we did had our workout. 30, 30 minutes. Like it was like, hey, we we got thirty minutes to get there. Get the check. We didn't know it was going to be that the workout. The worst workout. idea ever. <laughs> Load like up it. on Mexican food before you go and do this. I wanted to die. Like <laughs> I just was like. Heaven, like, give up the ghost, you know? Like, just take it, you know? Like, that's so what I'm I ready. wanted. It was the worst. Never again. And I haven't worked out since. Like, oh, I literally, man. like, I'm like, this was the worst experience of my life. I'm done. Ruin you a little bit. That was, like, six months ago. It was six months ago. <laughs> you know, I will say this. Somebody texted me and said, also that muscle flex. <laughs> was it your girlfriend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she, lo- she loves you with you. She was like, Ooh. Hey, well, come on down. She really going to love you. So, yeah. come on. Yeah. We'll take care <laughs> of you. She like, oh, I didn't even no, those muscles. Yeah, how long would it take? I mean, because he's peak performance when it comes to radio. How long would it take to get him like athlete peak performance level, or at least to you know? There's not enough time in the day. <laughs> how long will it take? Go ahead, Jeremy. Let me let me go take. No, uh, let me get a cricket. So like my, a cricket. My, my, uh, my little joke is two weeks, but no. Uh, our biggest thing is consistency. The, the more consistent you are, the better results you get. It's simple, you know. We try to keep it very simple. Life is simple. The more consistent you are with something, the better results you're going to get. You know, last night we were talking. I I think Pastor Josh brought this up. That he was talking about Nick Saban, the Alabama head coach. He's like, sure. he gets up every day at the same time, five fifteen or whatever. Does his walk or does a workout? Does the elliptical like every single day? Then every day for lunch, he goes and gets the same chicken salad every single day. And then at night, like for dinner, he does the same three meals. Like he has a choice of one, two, three meals. And you're like, well, that's boring, but it's consistency. And oh, the man. same thing goes with gym. Like I remember last last January when we when we started this workout routine that we did for like three months, right? It was literally Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5.15 in the morning. I was there. I was working out. Um, and I you started that. dropping weight, started eating better, looking good. Looking good. <laughs> I looked, you know, tasty, as they said. <laughs> and, uh, who says that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I haven't been able to get in a routine like that again where I can do those kind of things. But you do. You wake up every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5 o'clock at the gym, right? I didn't today. But, yes, yeah. <laughs> for the most part, I try. <laughs> but, yeah. So, my uh, yeah, my daughter woke up. And that's the other thing. With my, so, my daughter's two. And you understand because yeah, you, know, you said sure, you all have kids, sure. and so sometimes things are, are different. Man, um, yeah, she was up last night, and I was just like, "Oh man!" And I just shut my alarm off. Like at that point, I was like, "Yep, not waking up." Uh, but things yeah. happen, and that's you know, I I've need to get a, out of doing I've got that. A seven-month-old and a four-year-old. Oh. Seven-month-old is. You have tough. a better excuse than me. I'm always it's like, tough. my daughter's two; she woke up, but yeah. No, nah, I trust me. I understand. My three-year-old hops in the bed with me every night. Mom got smart and has a pillow for it, so I'm just like <laughs> sleeping on the edge of the bed. So trust me, I understand. I think. The biggest thing, man, is preparation. So the way you prepare you the week before, the night before, uh, that's huge. And mm. just so when things do arise, you know, the kids hop in bed or you don't sleep well, the dog's up all night, everything's ready to go. Uh, one thing I try to do on the weekends, either Saturday or Sunday, is just prepare my breakfast. So I have like little Ziploc baggies. I'm sticking protein powder and all yeah. kind of stuff in there. But in the morning, even if I'm running late or something's uh doesn't go as planned everything is ready to go i just mix it in water and i go and that's you know extra 10 15 minutes you save with your stuff prepared i try to put my clothes out the night before having in the car so i mean that's just one less step 
Uh, that's making 20, it easier. Yeah, 20 or 30 minutes you can save, and that's that. It makes your your driver transits to the gym a lot easier. Wow. That's interesting. So I follow some social media, like I think it's like Instagram bodybuilding. And so they always put these things and it's like, oh, in four in four weeks, you know, difference 28 days or like 16 weeks. And these people go from like, you know, from Kurt to like Arnold in like 16. I'm like, wow, is this possible? I'm just wondering, like, if you could look like Arnold in, in 16 weeks, would you put the work in that it takes? 16 weeks? No, not 16 weeks. I want like six. Hours, <laughs> but that's the fitness industry has done a great job for marketing reasons to set unrealistic expectations for people. You know what I mean? So they'll buy the product or they'll yeah. You know, you know I mean the, the fitness plan or whatever. So uh, you sometimes know, they're not playing fair. You don't know. It's definitely not fair. That's yeah. those are unrealistic timelines to see, uh, especially the changes you're talking about in someone's body, right? I'm just gonna keep praying that one day I wake up and have the body. Like I just pray every night. I'm like, dear, dear God, please give me the body of, hey, you gotta, of Arnold. To answer back, you gotta, you gotta put that work in. You know, that's 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 the key. It's like it doesn't, yeah, our I, blessings. We gotta go, work for I the blessings. Have still. To, there you go. You gotta work for the blessings. You got to. That's tough. New shirt. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to work for the blessings. You don't want to hear that. I but know. it's 10:57. We have a couple minutes left. We have about two minutes, 20 seconds. We're talking about Peak Performance Warehouse. Did you see Ethan's comment? By the way, I first didn't. of all. Because of this comment, Ethan, I'm rehiring you. I fired him earlier today. <laughs> Did something bad. He said, what do you call a dinosaur that works out? Tyrannosaurus flex. Oh, there you go. Like, good like, job, like. Ethan. Like, that's a good good job. Rehired. Rehired. <laughs> Welcome to the team again. Awesome. We'll get you your badges back. <laughs> <laughs> so share, I guess, one more time. Uh, the, you know, the hours of operation. How can somebody find out more information and what you offer there at the gym? Yeah, go to our uh, Peak Performance Warehouse on Facebook, um, at Peak Performance Warehouse on Instagram. Um, we have our schedules up there. Uh, obviously, we have five, six classes a day to choose from as well. You know, boot camp, CrossFit style classes. We have uh, kids MMA, adult MMA, uh, rowing. Uh, we have all different types of classes to choose from. Uh, you can, you're welcome to come in, get a free uh, three-day pass. Um, if you're looking for personal training, we, off, we also offer personal training. Cool. Is this you guys right here? Oh, I think so with the yes, logo. Sir, that is. I'm going to follow y'all. Awesome. There you go. So we'll be able to share some of y'all stuff out. And Are you going to tell them that we have to go and do a workout at their at their gym? Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Oh, Come on. Well, I'm just looking at this picture. Now I'm intimidated. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, we're here. You guys are here. Y'all need to go check out. It's Peak Performance Warehouse on, on Instagram. That is not over. what I look like when I take my shirt off. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. But yeah. say I give Casper a, a run for his money. Oh, man. <laughs> That's my last That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, man, we'd love to have you guys out for, for a free week. Come in and try a free week of classes. And you see gotta how you bring like the cameras, it. though. Yeah, yeah. You gotta bring, the bring the cameras. We can do that. We can do that. And our intern. We'll send yeah, Ethan. Bring the intern, too. <laughs> Ethan, do you do any working out? I do not. Why not? He looks good. I, don't know. Without, I used I mean, to I used to work on a farm, so I guess I considered that my workout. But now you're not on a farm anymore, Ethan. Yeah. You sit here on the radio say you're gonna start looking like me one day. <laughs> I've probably gained <laughs> maybe a pound since we've moved down here. So yeah, I mean, but it hasn't even been a year. Think about it. You're gonna gain like a pound every six months and then you're just gonna end up looking oh, like Kurt. Potatoes. Bunch of potatoes, the potato diet. And the potato diet. Hey, okay, it's eleven o'clock. We're out of time, but I, I want to know how important is nutrition, oh, like diet, and what kind of stuff do y'all, I guess, recommend? Is it different for everybody? Uh, so diet is the biggest component of your weight loss journey. So uh, 
you can't outwork a bad diet. Yeah. We tried. Uh, your food affects your performance. It affects your workout. It affects your energy levels. Uh, so actually, Nathan has brought over uh, a lady, and she's a dietitian, I believe. Uh, so she has a very reasonable pricing, and she comes in once a week uh, and meets with some of our clients. They weigh, they talk about, you know, how they can tweak their diet plans, and that's huge. So, you know, we always start there. You know, mm-hmm. the nutrition is first, the working out is secondary. Okay. Uh, so my biggest, I guess, tips are prepare your nutrition, then you work out, you know, if you could – have any three tips to take away from this? He says this dude eats candy. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, I love Skittles. It's like so. that for anything. Like guys that want to build muscle, you have to eat protein to build muscle. You have yeah. to eat more protein. So, I mean, it's not just weight loss. It's it's if you want to get gain weight. There's a lot of people that come to the gym and hey, man, I really need to gain some weight. I'm too skinny or whatever. So, uh, the nutrition is a huge component to it. Absolutely. What about balancing like intake of carbs? I know the keto diet. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm losing weight, and but like, you need do you need carbs? Like, what what's y'all's thoughts on that? Our biggest thing is, what do you what are you training for? What are you eating for? You know, there's no one size fits all diet plan. Uh, everybody's body is different. So my wife, she does keto. She's you know huge on it. She's done awesome. I think lost almost 30, 40 pounds. Um, but I think what she's learned and uh, what I've kind of learned is it's it's a balance of everything. You know, with the keto diet, some people get excessive and they want to order you know a quadruple cheeseburger with cheese, mayonnaise, and pickles. It's like yeah. that's not gonna it's you're taking out the cars, but you're adding a lot of other bad stuff in uh, uh, in there. So the biggest thing is just, you know, get a good balance of stuff. It's like you can eliminate the carbs, but at the same time, that might cause your workout to, you know, kind of alter. So just find some sort of source uh, for the demands of whatever you're trying to do. Cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Is there anything else y'all would like to share? Uh, like we said, come on down for a free week. Uh, you know, especially if we heard they listen to it, you know, on this radio pod or this radio station we know we love to give them a free weekend uh, take care of them like i said we're looking to serve our community help out any ways we can so uh we love to partner with churches and uh, different organizations to help uh, uplift our community so we're definitely down for that awesome well thank you guys for joining us today thank you this is khea radio 99.5 fm it's kickstart we'll see y'all back again tomorrow morning 8 30 awesome thanks for having us thanks guys all right but yeah absolutely we'd love to have y'all uh come come try a couple classes sweet it'd be great we'd love it if y'all work out early, we have. 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 If y'all work out early, we have.